0: I'm ready. Wow. Let me show you ready, brother. T- show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every
1: day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling.
0: you put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, summertime when it's time to grind. Yeah, I got the mind. ring, I'm the champ on the G.E. of the glam. So this is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Please, 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 please. please, please, please. Yeah. It's about the Benjamins, page Uh-huh, yeah T.I.P. me, flip it in my pocket It don't make sense, but don't make
2: a profit So all a hustle, ladies and homies Make money, make money, money,
0: money We oh. he here for a pill yeah, no, no, no. When tryna get this money for real I want to find a thing to save my life So I hustle, hustle It ain't over for me, no, it ain't over for me Here comes the money Here we go, money talk the money. Money! Show me the money! okay let's go smoke that joint what up what up
2: what up everybody how we doing
3: mock draft time i love it so last year i did i did a bunch of mock drafts myself but i think i only did like maybe two like on video and i know people are like just love to get mock drafts in. So I think it's going to be my goal to do at least one mock draft every single week. But uh, when we start these rookie mock drafts, oh, man, it's taking it to the next level. I'm hyped.
2: It's going to be legit for sure. What and up,
3: Antonio? Antonio up in the building. What up, bro? And we got... We got two more spots that we need to fill. So does anybody want to get in? We're doing 15 rounds. It's offense and IDP. I just threw the link in the chat right now. Got two spots in there. The number three spot is up for grabs and the number five spot. So if you want to hop in and join in, go ahead and get in there now.
2: Disclaimer, we do not pay people to mock here. So this is all just for free. Disclaimer. (laughs)
3: Yo, what up, bro? Thanks for going on Twitch, man. Appreciate it. Help me, yeah. Uh, we get
2: more uh, Twitch people here and then YouTube people. That's the hope right now.
3: Yeah, I need. I'm I'm so close to getting uh, affiliate status on Twitch. So close. Sleeper ADP keeps going all over the place. Sleeper's ADP is fucked right now. Nice. We just got someone who jumped in. CSW eighty six. Nice. Yeah. Sleepers ADP is fucked. Uh Corey, you've done a mock you've already done a mock draft with us on here, right?
2: Yeah, I did the first one we did, or maybe the second one we did. I didn't do the last one. I was working that one. But uh yeah, these, these go by pretty quick. It's only a minute. Like if you are worried about timing and stuff, like it's not it's not gonna take a while, you know. Like it I mean it's serious, but you know, like it's not like people are even taking the full minute sometimes. So I wouldn't stress it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think we did 15 rounds. And I think we knocked it out in like five hours or something like that. Uh, in one hour, I said five hours. In one hour, I was looking at uh, round 15. Yeah, last I think uh, I think initially we did 10, then I bumped it up to 15 just so we can add more IDP spots because I feel like – I don't know. that That's where I know people are going to need the, the help right now is with the IDP stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean um, like –
3: we need one to more get spot. Devin in
2: here. Oh, we just got a claim that Xavier got in there.
3: There we go. All right. Scotty B, <laughs> where are you at? Um put his put a message to him in the chat really quick. I'm surprised uh
2: Devin didn't get in here. I don't know if he was busy tonight or what up. Usually he's one of these guys that loves doing these
3: mocks. He said that he was uh he was busy tonight. So I I did invite him, but yeah, he was uh he was a little busy. That if we would have done it an hour later, he would have been here. Yeah. Oh, and there we go. Scotty's in here, so let's kick this off. Boom. And Xavier, good looking on joining, filling it up. And uh, whoever CSW86 is, uh, say what up in the chat so I can uh, say thank you for joining, filling up our last spot. One of two last spots.
2: You uh, you bumped up the time, right? It, it used to be 30 seconds. Now you got it at a minute.
3: Uh, I think I always had it at a minute. I mean, I okay, may just, just mistaken, but I think I was.
2: Okay. I thought it was at 30 seconds, but a I minute's mean, cool too. I was just confused
3: for a minute there. But. Well, there we go. Chase, what up, bro? Thanks for hopping in there. I'm assuming that's you who hopped in. Yep, there we go. What up, bro? Good looking on jumping
2: in. Alvin Kamara, number one, that's a surprise for sure.
3: Well, so I think two or three mocks ago, it it was the same where it was like, uh, um, where was it? I think it was uh, Alvin Kamara went one and then like the last one we did, he went like ninth or something. So I don't know. It's cool to just see everybody values people different. So that's why I think rankings just kind of suck.
2: Yeah. I mean, fuck ADP and all that stuff, you know, just go with your gut type deal. Yeah.
3: Yeah damn will said damn i missed it bro (laughs) don't worry we'll get some more going we'll get some more going yeah let's see so not surprising kamara mahomes mccaffrey josh allen and dalvin cook first five off the board and oh we're mixing in the third round reversal in this one so in a lot of dynasty drafts you'll see a third round reversal it's really so the top team just doesn't get fucking stacked like really that that's the main reason
2: if anything the 12th the 12th team probably gets the best out of this just because they get they're basically the top pick in two out of the first three rounds as opposed to the first round pick so whoever has a 12th pick like they're lucky as shit for sure
3: I uh, So I got to pick whatever pick that I wanted because I won the derby draft, and I picked the 12th pick to get that spot.
2: Yeah, for sure. Let's see. Where am I going to go here? I'm up right now. Um, yeah, I know where I'm going.
3: There we go. Kyler, can't go wrong there, and especially – if you're doing a dynasty and you're not doing a dynasty <coughs> super flex, I, I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, you're just not challenging yourself. There's way too many good QBs to play in. A one QB league, unless it's like, I don't know, more than 16 teams, even 16 teams, I think you should still be in superflex.
2: I mean, yeah, it just puts more value where it just – Allows you to have more guys to play with, you know, like that's just an extra spot you got to worry about, you know, like there's a lot of great stuff in the waiver wire. Like if anything, it makes your job easier because you're not contemplating unless you have like someone like Mahomes or Josh Allen or Watson or Wilson, you know, it's like you, you're kind of making that quarterback dilemma every week, but with super flex, like you're, you got your guys locked up, you know, like there's really just nothing else in the waiver wire that's worth picking up.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, QB is like one of the most important positions in all of sports. Like, why shouldn't it be represented that way in fantasy football? Like, that that I don't understand. Damn, you guys are bastards. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> seven QBs off the board just before it gets to me. Like, I'd be pissed if that happened. That's put and actually, I even see where I messed up on that. I I just clicked it uh, too fast, but we're good. I was gonna Don't take, take two QBs, guy. but I was gonna take two QBs, but Dak wasn't gonna be the guy. But doesn't even buy
2: the best quarterback on the board anyway.
3: You know, probably. I mean, to get him at the eighth, I, I I still think that that would or ninth. I mean, I guess him and Rogers, you know, whatever. But yeah, either guy here. I mean, I think it's still still a good value that I'm getting there. Nick Chubb. So out of all these dynasties that we've been um, – these mock drafts that we've been doing, I think that's the highest that I've seen Nick Chubb go.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple good uh, running backs still on the board that I like better than Chubb. But it's still – it's
3: not a reach at all or by any means. Nah. And, and just look at that like – <laughs> Nobody's fucking around anymore like <laughs> this this draft is showing like how much like people are valuing like QBs and this is like what I feel like a lot of dynasty super flex leagues will look like in a draft.
2: All right, I'm up here. Josh Jacobs and Joe Burrow just went off. Okay. So that's tough. All right, where am I going to go with this? I think I got to take the best guy that's still on the board somehow, unless I was tripping. I don't know how he fell to me, but.
3: Yeah, pretty ridiculous, right? Like, I mean, but yeah. that's what's cool about a Superflex league because all those QBs that got taken, how many is that? One, two, three, four, nine, ten, eleven four, nine, ten. Eleven QBs got taken before the sixth pick in the second round. And you were able to get Saquon Barkley.
2: (laughs) That's crazy. Second round pick, Saquon Barkley. Like, one could argue he's probably like the second running back behind McCaffrey, maybe behind Cook. So that's a little insane.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't care how you slice it. I'm sure he's still in everybody's top five. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of crazy to me, too. Um A lot of, I mean, it's all, all running backs and all quarterbacks at this point.
2: Yeah. No receivers have gone off by what I've seen so far.
3: I like Tom it. Brady.
2: Tom Brady going there.
3: I mean, in a super, I mean, look at how the trend is going. Like <laughs> on his next pick. I mean, who knows how many QBs are even going to be there. If he doesn't like lock up like one,
0: oh, like right
3: now. And yeah, I mean, in a, in a dynasty league, it's not the sexiest pick, but I mean, you're still going to get a year, maybe two, out of it. And we were already talking about how some of these dynasty leagues, I mean, they go two, three years, and that's it.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I definitely think he plays two more years for sure. So it is all how you how you value the quarterback in the league. Rather, you try to get someone young, like say like a Tannehill or something like that, as opposed mm-hmm. to going, just getting like, I take Brady these next two years over Tannehill the next two years, but it's yeah. like how much you value those next three years is what it comes down
3: to. And, yeah, see, there you go. Chase said, give me Brady for two years. There you go. Exactly what, uh, exactly what we're talking about here. You know, like you got him for two years as your number one QB. I mean, you're straight. All right, now at that third round reversal, now I'm up. And If I got Michael Thomas with the 3-1, I'd be really happy. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: I mean, that's what's so crazy about, like, Dynasty Leagues, like how some people's value can change from, like, year to year. Like, like that drastically. Like, we're talking about... In every – I mean, pretty much every league. I mean, I don't care if it was redraft or whatever. The latest I ever saw him get drafted was number eight off the board.
2: Oh, yeah. He was probably the first receiver taken off the board. I mean, I'm not sure who else is up there. Maybe – I mean, he probably was the number one receiver. I mean, maybe Adams or Hill would probably be up there, but he was getting drafted
3: like that. No, he was. He was – I mean, he was the consensus number one. In one dynasty league, I saw somebody take – I saw somebody take DJ Moore over michael thomas and i was super super shocked on that (laughs) and it was funny the guy ended up like trading that pick away to somebody else for two better players so i mean he just knew something about the draft room that we didn't
2: (laughs) yeah i mean that that's a little insane you mean like i mean even like after thomas's down year his injury riddled year whatever you want to call it like i still wouldn't take more especially how he performed this year like he did not He did not show out. I mean a little bit, but I feel like I feel the same about more the way I felt about him last year. So I'm not I'm not too ecstatic about him by any means.
3: Here's one thing that's crazy. Like look how far Zeke just went down. And I mean, I guess I'd probably I I I would rather have Michael Thomas than Zeke. I mean in a dynasty league, but like, it's crazy how far. Like, I was thinking about taking Zeke, like, right there. It's like, can't go wrong with, like, either guy. But that's someone who we're talking about. His value went from top three, top four to freaking second, third round. I mean, that's, that's just wild how, uh, like, Zeke owners <laughs> from last year to this year, you are not happy with the, the, the way that his stock is going. Like, you can't move him at all if you drafted him already, if you drafted him, like, last year
2: yeah he Prescott getting healthy is gonna help but he needs to get get back into I mean it's gonna we'll see how the offensive line treats in this uh, this upcoming year now that you know there's a couple of guys that are coming back but it's it's I feel like Elliot's best years are behind him for sure
3: maybe we'll see I I don't know if I uh I mean he had some great years. I wouldn't say the be- the best is behind him just yet or at least I'm not that quick to say that. And Antonio said he wanted Murray but got sniped by Corey. <laughs>
2: yeah. My bad, bro. Yeah. I I had Murray over. I would take Murray over Allen and Lamar Jackson, honestly. So, I think that was a steal right there at number 7. You know, one person I'd take over Murray in a dynasty would probably be Patrick Mahomes, but that's crazy.
3: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, no matter what, it just seems he's the consensus number one. But um, after that, like, I mean, it's a lot of opinion-based, you know, on mm-hmm. where you stack up the rest of the next, like, maybe six or seven QBs.
2: All right, kiddo's got off the board, so I assume Kelsey's going to go right after him, yep.
3: Yep, man, he did. I'm surprised
2: you didn't snipe up Kelsey in one of your first three picks. I I'm thought trying you to... would have. Uh...
3: I'm trying to switch it up a little bit. I can't let you guys know, like, I can't let everybody know exactly my game plan, you know, for the draft. I gotta throw some curveballs in there too.
2: Yeah, you gotta like mess around and take like TJ Watt round three just to throw people off.
3: Man.
1: <laughs> Don't be just giving like- away
3: my secrets, Corey. Like that. That's what's <laughs> funny, man. You want you want to see the stock rise? Like, get a bunch of people looking at him in the mock draft. Like, that's what's gonna get the stock to rise.
2: Yeah, you got to be like – people are going to be like, oh, shit. Like, are we supposed to be drafting D linemen in round three and then they do that <laughs> shit?
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I remember one year I did in um, – like all my leagues, they they have IDP in them and like my hometown league. It's like – I think it's pretty even split. I think it's 18 starters, nine on offense, nine on defense. And there was one, one, of, one of my friends – I don't know what what happened, but we were like in round nine. And I think he had like six defensive players and only three offensive players. And like, nobody said anything. We were like making jokes behind his back. And then like, at one point he was like, shit, I don't even have any offensive players.
2: (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's the tough part too, is like you got these guys that aren't really familiar with IDP. So like, they don't really know what to draft. So it's like, let me just get them early. Like, just so I don't like, get fucked over. But then you end up fucking yourself over on offense. So It's like, <laughs> you got to find that balance to where it's like, okay, like what's an appropriate round. So that's why these mock drafts are helping guys for hoping to get an IDP. It's like, okay, like, yes, like you're, you're not going hundred percent like what your strategy is going to be in the real draft, but it's like, it's like, you're totally going off base. So you can still kind of get a feel from what, what guys are trying to do here, you know?
3: Yeah. And for, and I mean, even if nobody really knows like who, and you know, who anybody is right now, the more that you do this, the more you get familiar with the names, you're just, you're going to know who these guys are. And I think that's a lot of it, what it is like back in the day, the way that I, before I was, you know, a fantasy nerd, like with all this shit, like playing Madden was the way that I knew everybody's names, you know? So I mean, it's just getting familiar with people's names. Like that's all it is. And Xavier said he was hoping that JT fell to him and uh, went middle of the second round, like uh, right behind Barkley. Like when when you took Barkley and another, another crazy one who, I mean, last year, I mean, in dynasty leagues, he was like first round high second round. So he didn't really drop off, you know, in his value or anything um, like that. But yeah, it is uh it's a little crazy. Darren Waller, I, I didn't, I didn't notice that until now. Went right after Travis Kelsey, Kittle, Kelsey, and uh, Waller, back to back to back.
2: Yeah, um, I'm a little pissed that Baker Mayfield got picked before me. I was going to take him, but then I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, what, like,
3: sniped your ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I get
2: for taking Kyler from Antonio. So it's better I get sniped too. <laughs> got one elite on another team. I mean. I'd say yeah. I mean, like he could definitely be a number one receiver on a different team for sure. Like, honestly, probably I don't know if Antonio Brown could do it just because he's a little bit older, but I can see Godwin being like he was. Not saying he was elite last year, but he was putting up numbers last year. Jameis Winston, and we don't think Jameis Winston like this amazing quarterback. So I don't, I don't see why not. I mean, you know, he's not that far off from Mike Evans in terms of talent. So I don't think, I don't think it's totally out of the realm.
3: Oh, man, Chris, you bastard. (laughs) What a bastard. There we go. Well, that kind of messed me up a little bit because he sniped the person that I was going to take right there. Good pick, good pick. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, bro. Had to. You bastard. <laughs> you got me. Got me good on that one. I'm not mad. at am That's Robinson
2: a little that pick right there. Who? That is a great pick. Calvin Ridley right there.
3: Yeah, I mean... I mean, he could be a
2: number one receiver next year, possibly. So, those targets are going to be coming his way of that, if Julio
3: does end up getting traded. So, I think that was a low-key good pickup. 14th wide receiver off the board there to begin the, the fifth round. Yeah, not not a bad pick. And Stu, what's Stu talking about over here? Zeke will eat again with Dak and the running back offense. They kind of unleash Pollard too. So Zeke will be low end RB1 versus uh top end moving forward. We shall see. We shall Tony see. Tony Pollard is
2: solid too. You know, Zeke always has injury problems, so Tony Pollard's always a good handcuff. So even Tony Pollard, I mean, I know the dynasty draft, like it's going to be 50 rounds for the legit WWF one. But I think Tony Pollard's like a good pickup. Like if you can get him late, that's a good pickup for sure. Especially if like Zeke somehow finds his way out of Dallas or it was injuries or just what, what forced them to force their hand in. Oh, what's going on there and Donald over here. What's going on? Uh,
3: I don't know if that was auto picked by uh, okay. JPZ or not. I saw it go auto for a second and then it came back. So I don't, I don't know what happened that uh, it all happened kind of quick.
2: I was there we my go. Shit.
3: Aaron Donald, <laughs> defensive player of the year, right there.
2: <laughs> Antonio, what the fuck, bros? They're going to go for J.K. Dobbins right now. Ha!
3: <laughs>
2: Damn, dude. Like, I don't mind if people get sniped like three picks before me. I'm like, okay. But like right before me, like you're getting my hopes up over here.
3: <laughs> nice.
2: All right. I think I know where I have to go here. Let's do this.
3: You got a nasty wide on. receiver duo there.
2: Yeah, I got to go. Miles Sanders here. That's probably be the next best running back off the board for me. But J.K. Dobbins is a good pick if he can build off his rookie season. Hopefully, Ingram's going to be gone for sure, but we'll see if Gus Edwards is still playing over there. But I, oh wait, why did I think Gus Edwards? Marking? Oh, we like, talking yeah, J.K. Dobbins. I was thinking of Miles Sanders, but yeah, I think J.K. Dobbins could be could be a good back. You know, if he can if he can separate himself from the pack.
3: And Xavier said this ADP is all sorts of weird, though. Hell yeah, it is, bro. So, people like us who are doing these mock drafts right now, we're fucking helping yeah. Sleeper, you know, with their average draft position. So,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you got to search for your guys around here. So, you can't just be like, oh, Mixon is still on the board. Kenyon Drake's still on the board. It's like, fuck those guys. I'm not taking those guys. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go find my own guys. Like,
3: yeah. Yep, we shall see. And offense is getting close to the end. And that defense is going to start kicking off soon. Big Ben. I'm curious to see what Pittsburgh does, if they're going to re-sign the guys that, uh, I mean, they got, uh, I know Gigi Smith-Schuster is a free agent. Um, I know they got a handful of guys on defense that are free agents, especially their corners. I know, I think both of their corners are, um free agents
2: yeah i don't i don't think that they're gonna sign resign juju i just feel like they've already proven that they can build wide. just uh pick up wide receivers in the draft so why are we gonna pay a guy when we know we can find some reliable in the draft they've been doing for years claypool and johnson are good enough top two options to where like even a third guy is like james washington like i don't think they're sweating too much i think james washington's a pretty solid third receiver on a team
3: Yeah, and it's crazy how Pittsburgh always finds like crazy young, like talented wide receivers. Like, whoever the fuck their wide receiver scout is, like on their squad, like that guy does good.
2: Yeah, like Belichick needs to like steal that guy from Pittsburgh. Like, then he can, then maybe, then maybe we're talking different about the Patriots this year.
3: All their scouts are too busy scouting the other team, not scouting college uh, players. So that's where they spend their resources. Whether so I mean
2: Belichick, draft. like Belichick, probably doesn't give a shit about the draft because he doesn't like playing young guys anyway. He wants those veterans who are gonna, you know, fucking know the league and all that shit. So,
3: yep. Young guys make mistakes.
2: Exactly. That's fucking.
3: Belichick. The only young
2: guy that actually did something relevant was probably malcolm butler in the super bowl against the seahawks so yeah and then he fucking honestly like you could even say like if he doesn't get fucking benched against the eagles maybe they win that super bowl because that's the best corner on their team during that year you know like that that takes away someone like alshon jeffrey at least on a couple big plays that he had or i can't even think who the other receivers were on that team besides alshon jeffrey
3: Yeah, maybe he stops Nick Foles on that little flea flicker play. Didn't Nick Foles get the pass, like, on the (laughs) – Yeah. (laughs) Damn, look at that. Joe Mixon, end of the fifth round. Like, somebody had to do it. Somebody had to take him. He's not going to not get drafted. Yeah. I mean, he's
2: not a bad pickup. I mean, honestly, I'm just surprised that, like, these past two, three years when Joe Mixon has been healthy, he's been a three-down back, you know. Like, he hasn't produced, but – Gio Bernard has totally just been irrelevant unless Joe Mixon was hurt. So he's getting the snaps. If he can just, if they can get an offensive line, not only protect Burrow, but get Mixon like some help, you know, like maybe he turns it around.
3: So he's not, he's not bad. I mean, you, when you watch their games, the, uh, it's just, it's kind of bullshit how like he doesn't even have a second to get the ball before he's getting hit, you know, and I just, I don't I don't know. You can't expect much out of a running back like I mean Saquon. I mean in his first like two games like of this year, like he looked bad, but if you actually watch the game and he's literally getting hit as soon as like he gets the ball, like you know, I, I just don't know how you can expect much like out of out of that. So I know last year he was a little bit more hyped because I don't know those two linemen or whatever that the that the Bengals got I don't even remember who the hell they are now and if they were guards or tackles or whatever but it didn't seem like they made a difference at all that line was still garbage <laughs> There we go another tight end off the board Mark Andrews
2: Yeah I'm not fucking reaching for any tight end fuck that
3: yeah, if I don't get Kittle or Kelsey, I'm just I'm going to avoid it. Yeah, even in this dynasty league that we're doing, um, since we don't have an official like tight end spot, it's just like an extra flex. I don't even yeah. think I'm going to dr- – if, if I don't get Kittle or Kelsey, I will not have a tight end on my team. Even though it's tight end premium, I probably just won't do it.
2: All right, now is the time I need to pick up my second quarterback –
3: What's to say? Twenty twenty three would be uh would be about six mil cap hit dead money. Uh, if they cut two more, then for sure Dallas knows. I love Zeke, but I'm changing my my money league modifier keeper three years one player from Zeke to Acres. Nice, bro. Nice. I mean, as of right now, Acres. I mean, in a dynasty league, has more value than Zeke. Not much, but I think it's close. Love my cowboys, but love winning money and bragging rights and fantasy. Love Akers potential over the next three years. Akers is a fucking stud. Like it 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 sucks that preseason didn't happen because I think guys like Acres would have gotten going a lot earlier than they did. Transitioning from the college to, to NFL is fucking hard, especially if you don't have a bunch of practice and they didn't this year.
2: Yeah, I mean it'd be curious to see if covid is still crazy and they don't get training camp again this year like that's going to be something to look at too for sure i know where you're going with this hustler i know you
3: yeah i gotta get a running back first that's what i'm looking at right now i already know where i'm going with my second pick Time to go with some ID. Oh, shit. How come you didn't come off auto pick? So you gotta you gotta open up your roster and there's a little there's something in there where you have to unselect auto pick.
2: Yeah, it's under Q on the far right side. Once you hit that up arrow where it shows all the top guys available, it's right there.
3: Boom, and then Mister Cheat Code himself, TJ. Oh,
2: if TJ Watt's eligible for D line, then I think Taysom Hill can play tight end. This is whack,
3: <laughs> and I I don't I don't like it. Can't find the good IDP players. You got to scroll down, bro, or you got to put in their name sometimes. So that's why I mean when we got our Dynasty League draft, we we have an unlimited timer. So you won't be rushing for 60 seconds, you know, to find a guy. But this is a good this is good practice. That's literally why we do these mocks. So you practice. And right now the ADPs are fucked. We're setting the ADP for the year, like right, like right now. Like we're literally like creating an ADP standard.
2: Yeah, I don't even know like their algorithm or equation for finding for what this ADP is at all. Like, has to be from, like, three years ago or something, feels like.
3: Yeah. I wish I knew. I, I wish I knew, because then I, I would be able to tell people why it's so fucked. And here we go. Let's see. Antonio said he couldn't find any IDP players, so where are you going to go with your next pick? Where are you going to go with your next, <coughs> next pick?
2: Hopefully he doesn't swipe up my guy. I know where I'm going. My next pick.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is where I need to start paying attention so I can learn who people like. Why did tight ends go off the board so late in the tight end premium league? I, I don't know. I mean, you see the top three guys. Uh, I mean, Kittle, Kelsey, Waller. I mean, those guys went in the third round. Um, I, I feel like it's really because it's a super flex league. And if you look how many quarterbacks went in the top three rounds, I think that kind of shifted everything a little bit. I, I really think that that's, that's what happened.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Like even in a tight end premium league, like I would still take some of the receivers or running backs or whoever, like that premium, it, it's there to make them relevant, but it doesn't make them completely relevant on the same level as some of the guys that have gone off before the board already, you know? So it's still, it's still such a wasteland.
3: Like tight end premium. It still makes tight ends going up against tight ends. Like in my mind, because like, you know, it, it makes guys like Kittle, Kelsey, like Waller makes them a tiny bit better, makes them a tiny bit better, but it really just makes it so the bottom feeders don't suck that bad. That's literally what tight end premium is in my mind. Wake, making it to where the bottom feeders don't like suck that bad.
2: Antonio, what happened? David Johnson, bro? I thought is that what the plan was? I know it said times up, so I don't know if you went on auto pick or what, bro.
3: Yeah, he. I don't think he was gonna pick that. Yeah, I feel you, but I would take Kelsey over Hill, MT D Hop, and I think Kelsey would uh, almost replicate their next year <laughs> stats, eh? I think Kelsey was a steal here. I think he's going to go way higher in the draft that we do um, when we do a real draft. So that's for sure. This is the lowest that he's gone out of any mock draft that we've done.
2: Like Kelsey in a third round, that's just insane.
3: Couldn't spell his name and <laughs> fucking auto pick. Damn it! Who were you go? Were you going for Darius Leonard? or Devin White one of the two probably Darius Leonard he he seems like the harder one to uh, spell He's like fuck I couldn't spell white <laughs> Um so it's crazy one of the leagues that I won this past year it was a uh, 2 QB plus super flex 10 man league so you can literally okay. start 3 QBs on your okay. team and because like that just made the QBs value like so much crazier than literally any other league that I've ever been in. I was mm-hmm. able to get Kelsey in the fifth round because like the first like three rounds were like all QBs that were taken, minus a couple guys.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. You know, like I mean, I never played in a dynasty league, so just hearing that sounds sounds insane. And even in in a dynasty league, it should
3: so it so that was a- happening. That was, that was a redraft league. Um, yeah. But, yeah, because of that that twist, though, like being able to start three QBs. Like the th- my first three picks were – and I had the very first pick. I, I lucked out and got the first pick. And I had Mahomes, and then I took Rodgers with the second pick, and then Wentz with the third pick. Those are my first three picks. And Mahomes and Rodgers pretty much won it for me. Yeah, I mean
2: you probably snagged Rogers hella late too. That's just fucking insane.
3: Well, so I mean 10 man league, so second pick or last pick in the second round, so 20th, 20th overall pick. And here we go. It has begun.
2: Yeah, Scotty's on auto pick. He took Drew Brees. He's not even playing next year.
3: Yeah. Well, we don't know. I don't know. I mean I guess I wasn't even looking at his I was looking at Xavier taking that Chase young and Brian burns so Brian burns would be something that I wouldn't i wouldn't be taking that early Chase young I mean you can definitely justify that um d line is a very scarce position Patrick Peterson there we go so that's someone you're you're definitely not going to want to take Patrick Peterson that early that that's for sure there's a lot of other DBs that you would want to take before Patrick Peterson. And uh, oh, I, I listened to Patrick Peterson's podcast. I, I forget who, uh, it's him and someone else. And I kept seeing all these rumors that Patrick Peterson's not gonna return to the Cardinals. Have you seen that?
2: I haven't seen that at all, no.
3: Okay, well, he said that that's a bullshit rumor because the Car- him and the Cardinals haven't even discussed anything like that yet. <laughs> so it's crazy how some of these headlines just get out there and uh, stir up shit. And uh, it's cool the guys like have their own platforms to where they can say that that's true or false now. And I like the IDP pick so far. (coughs) I mean, Darius Leonard, Devin White, Blake Martinez, (coughs) Chase Young. Brian Burns will be someone I I wouldn't be drafting him there. I'm sure he could be drafted a lot later. Roquan Smith, love that. Like, I mean, um, who's that? Francisco getting Blake Martinez and Roquan Smith. That's a nice duo there. And uh, Patrick Peterson, yeah, I would have drafted him later. Uh, Tremaine uh, Tremaine Edmonds, um, really good pick. He's someone who probably might be able to get drafted a little later. I guess it depends on how he's being valued. And I forgot about Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin's a fucking stud. So that was a really nice pick.
2: Yeah, I uh, I was trying to draft Jalen Smith, but I think I spelled it wrong. So it wasn't popping up. So I just went with Tremaine Edmonds. I knew how to spell his name. So that was my next. Uh, Edmonds is my second guy after Jalen Smith. So for all those guys looking for next pick, Jalen Smith is a good
3: pickup. <laughs> Supros, what up, bro? And Xavier said, so I'm thankful for this mock. Hell yeah, man. We're going to keep practicing. J.J. Watt, not a bad auto pick. Still was a top 10 defensive lineman last year, stats wise and fantasy. Let me see. Where am I going to go with my pick? Chris isn't on here. we are going to start getting into some auto picks when we get to the IDP. Come on, guys.
2: Based on this, I think one, two, three. We got three on auto-pick right now.
3: Yep. All right, let me see. Damn, man, this ADP is so bad.
2: Where are we going, Hustler? Where are we going?
3: I'm, I'm going, uh, going Jamal Adams, trying to find his ass. There we go.
0: Jeez. It's
3: like so impossible to find guys on here. Sleeper freaking sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, The linebackers are so horrible. So horrible with this ADP. And honestly, it's probably going to be Jalen Smith. Like, I mean, he's someone that I have, like, lingering right around my top five linebackers anyways. I'm just looking to see if I missed anybody besides him. nah fuck it i'm going with patrick queen stud dang it then we got three auto picks right in a row deforest buckner is not a bad pick at all uh frank clark nah i wouldn't be drafting him that early and then jalen ramsey would not be uh drafting him jalen ramsey i would not be drafting him at all let alone that early All right, Antonio, let's see what you got, bro. Antonio, it's on you. You know what to do. But I really got to, like, filter through this ADP right now. <laughs> Is he going to snag your guy? Or are you going to be able know. to get him? Literally talked about him for a round, and you still might be able to get him. Oh, nice no. pick, Antonio. I mean – I could go for
2: Jalen Smith. but I already have two linebackers, so it's just going to throw my whole team off. So I'm just going to grab a DB or a D lineman at this point. I already got my linebackers
3: filled up. So Antonio said I'm drawing blanks on all di- on all IDP. I hate this ADP so much. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, so- got to search the name, bro. I know. It sucks. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to be getting some IDP uh, content coming out soon. Now it's <coughs> over. <laughs> and Super said, yeah, I would suck at these. What's so what the practice is all about, bro. That's what it's all <coughs> about. What up, Brady? How you doing, bro? Conscious machines. about time to smoke. I got a, another... I got a, a round and a half until I'm back on the clock. So let's get it. Hit that like button. Tell them, bro. Tell them. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Tell them... Woo. Echo. All right. Pack this up. Smoke some presidential OG. Robin Yount in the house. (laughs) Things he commented on your brewer's hat. Is that what, what you got on? Is that a brewer's hat? Corey,
2: oh yeah, I'm rocking the
3: bruise today. Yeah, there we go. Jalen Smith just went, and uh, I get—I mean, I guess I could have told you earlier, but I didn't want to like affect the way that you were going to be picking. Derwin James is a nice uh, was a nice pick that you went with, but we do—we are drafting more than just two linebackers. We do have also two oh. IDP flexes.
2: Oh well. shit, dude i thought it was just two two and two damn i could have nope. grabbed jalen smith
3: yeah so i made let's see,
2: I, I want... let's see if he swings around back to me hopefully no he
3: already, he already went He's oh gone. He already went. damn bro
2: that's my bad for not being prepared
3: yeah and uh i, I definitely won't be that ill prepared for an actual dynasty draft like <laughs> these these mocks are good for fun and uh I mean, if you miss out on someone that you should have taken, it uh, it makes a difference because, yeah, I should have took Zach Cunningham over Patrick Queen. Not saying I don't like the Patrick Queen pick, but <laughs> I totally fucking forgot about Cunningham. Like, I just <laughs> – as much of a boss as he is, I just couldn't think of him in 60 seconds.
2: Yeah, like what would I like to do with drafts? I mean, I've only done redraft, but I just make my own rankings. I write down a piece of paper, and i just crossing it off because then – you're like you almost have to value it in your head and i know there's no timer for the real draft but it's like you know you just want to get it over quick you know you want to be stuck yourself just thinking for 20 minutes about a pick or whatever so if you already have the value set up you know you already know who you're looking for you don't waste time searching and stuff like that
3: and i'm the same (coughs) i most i mean last year i think i got into like three or four maybe five dynasties i can't remember how many and uh yeah, it's a, it's just a, it's a lot different than redraft for all my redraft leagues I literally would just like you said, I'd write I'd write out my my one big list and then I would kind of keep going off of that for all my drafts. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's nice looking at other people's rankings wow. or like I remember back in the day we used to go get like the magazines just so we can have the rankings and then cross them off or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have something to go off of, but yeah, it's all about creating your own list somehow. That's why I hate doing fucking rankings. I hate it because I make my own rankings based on like the leagues that I'm going to play in. Like, it's tough to make rankings for the world when everybody plays in different fucking leagues.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it's hard, especially with these special characteristics. You know, like Superflex is just you know there's not much stuff out there for superflex cuz it's not as popular so there's only maybe like five or so platforms that are reliable to go through with that or even five or six like like writers or whoever does that stuff
3: yeah and that's why i'm glad i got linked up with uh jordan from the idp army cuz there's not too many people that are legit in this space and it's crazy cuz i actually thought that he'd been playing for a lot longer than he'd been playing Mm -hmm. in uh, in IDP, so that that kind of impressed me. He said, I think he's only been playing in IDP for maybe like (coughs) five or six years, something like that. Said he kind of always wanted to, but there was never, uh, but really his friends and stuff, um, nobody was playing. And um, yeah, there needs to be more fucking, there needs to be more content for IDP. There we go. So I went Dre Greenlaw and Landon Collins with my picks.
2: Damn, Landon Collins is my next pick.
3: <laughs> nice. I like it. And uh, Landon Collins, he was, uh, I mean, he was a unanimous, like, top four, like, safety, or DB, whatever, in the fantasy world last year. And, um, you know, getting injured, like, really made him drop off. I But I don't see Cameron Curl, like keeping the job and Landon Collins, like, I don't know, sitting the bench. Like maybe they get rid of him or something and he goes to another team, but he's, he's a boss no matter where he's going to go.
2: Don't take my guy. Uh, don't take my guy, Antonio.
3: So let me talk about the 10th round here. Cause the 10th round was all, I mean, I guess the last couple rounds have been all defense, but we got BJ Goodson Dion Jones, Zach Cunningham, Eric Wilson, Devin Bush, Cameron Hayward, Bobby Wagner, CJ Mosley, Shaq Barrett, uh, Khalil Mack, Eric Kendricks, and then Dre Greenlaw. Oh, Antonio said his app froze. Oh, and then he took Todd Gurley. Of course his app froze. Damn it, that sucks. And uh, Francisco, don't take his guy so bj goodson he's not so i mean i like the pick but i i, I think that he's someone who could have been drafted a lot later um Deion jones like the pick eric wilson i don't know if i like that pick that high nothing against eric wilson but i don't know if when anthony barr comes back if eric wilson's got the same amount of playing time um devin bush love the pick if he can stay healthy cam hayward i mean good pick Bobby Wagner's getting up there in age and he's still a baller though. Like he still deserved to be ranked among the best. CJ Mosley, someone who hasn't played in two years that, that, that one might be a little bit of a risky pick. And I don't know if Antonio actually picked that or if it was uh an auto pick or whatever, but CJ Mosley, someone who he's either going to hurt somebody because they drafted him too early, or he's going to be someone drafted super late that like ends up working out for the price. That you paid for him. But I'm super nervous. He got hurt in like game two, two seasons ago, 2019. Hasn't mm-hmm. hasn't touched the field since. He sat out due to COVID. Something. I mean, maybe that's a good thing. We don't know though. Shaq Barrett. Um, I'm curious to see if he stays in Tampa. Because he might not. He's one of the people who is going to be a free agent that they got to resign. Khalil Max, a great pick on the D line, another cheat code because like in places like Yahoo, he's only available at the linebacker position. I, I don't I think that a linebacker is a linebacker, and you should just have more linebacker spots. I mean, I, I'm not really in favor of like the dual eligibility or changing, you know, their position. Um, but as long as we're all on the same page, I mean it's not like it's unfair. And a lot of DBs in the next round. So I took Landon Collins, and then Tyron Matthew went. Uh, Stephon Gilmore? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Stephon Gilmore probably wouldn't be someone that I'd be going for. I mean, Jordan Poyer and Antoine Winfield. Um, I mean, those two picks I would take every day of the week over Stefan Gilmore. And twice on Sunday, and in fantasy. Maybe not in real life, but... Damn, Joey Bosa going super freaking late. And Nick Bosa. (laughs) Nice. Auto-picked, but got the two Bosa brothers there. Decent duo. Decent duo. MathQuest said, I'd never heard of IDP before I started watching your content, Hustler. I like it, bro. And I know that IDP is a foreign concept to a lot of people. And I want to try to bring it, you know, to as many people as I can. And Easier said than done, but that's why I'm going to be starting all these dynasty leagues. Um, Redraft leagues are all going to have IDP. I'm going to be doing IDP mocks and stuff all the time. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy how uh, it it is. It's really crazy how IDP is so foreign to, like, some people. All right. where am I going to go with my picks? I'm about to come up. So I need one more D lineman. Then I need my two IDP flexes. Yeah, damn D line. ADP sleeper. They gotta get their shit together. Like they need to like hire someone to do this. Don't they have money? Aren't they getting money off of ads? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I know who I'm gonna take, but that D line, I gotta look through try to find a linebacker that i'm gonna take with my next pick yeah a lot of good linebackers already went like when you start adding in like more more than just two that's when you see who's gonna really have a stacked like linebacker crew All right. Well, I'll get to it He's someone that I don't even know if uh, I, I think he He might be a free agent also Pittsburgh better figure out How, uh, how to keep him around Because he was a boss for a lot of weeks Antonio, this ADP is killing me. I know, bro. It's horrible. It is horrible.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. We're switching the league to ESPN. This is whack.
3: Fuck ESPN. ESPN sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had them on my auto draft. All right, well, nice, Chase. So at least you had them uh right there in place. That's that's a dope li- that's a dope D line duo for where you got them. Like both of them were drafted in the double digits. I'm someone who I'm probably not going to go for D-line heavy. So that's why I just wasn't even touching guys like that yet. But yeah, that getting them where you did, uh super dope duo. <laughs> the ADP is killing me. <laughs> How many cigarettes have you start have you smoked since we started Antonio? Is it uh, stressing you out like that? and I got two more picks. I still need a tight end and I need an IDP flex. Who do you need on your last two players? I need a I need one D lineman and one tight end. Yeah, fuck tight end. <laughs> <coughs> Xavier getting close to two, to the 2200s on IDPs. And I bet you you're still finding, like, good players, like, down there. Like, that's probably what's that bad is that there's good players that are that low.
2: They just put them in alphabetical order.
3: <laughs> like, if it, if it was alphabetical order, that would be so much easier. <laughs> yep, and he said, yep, because it really is. Like, look, you just got Darnell Savage. Like, I mean, super late to be able to get him as what? Like... Close to the 20th, like, DB taken. Like, that's money. Von Bell going right after. Great picks. I see one pick that I almost might have to make just because I don't think that he should still be available right now. At DB. DB. Antonio said, "I need a DB and two IDP flex. You can't need that many because we only got two rounds left." <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't even fucking realize that he was still there. Joe Schobert is still there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that uh, that I missed him. Yeah, that wasn't even who I was talking about when I said I needed to draft someone. <laughs> That's how bad this IDP is. A guy like Joe Schobert uh, is like nowhere to be found. <coughs> <laughs> I almost want to draft two uh, two defensive players with my last two picks instead of a tight end because <laughs> of one guy that I just found. And I probably am.
2: Anthony so says, I need a tight end, too. So he needs four spots.
3: Oh, bro. Oh, I see it there. It's because you have four running backs. You got auto-drafted twice on those running backs. Yep, there you go. That makes sense now. Because, yeah, you didn't want David Johnson and fucking Todd Gurley. <laughs> <coughs> and I am just going to draft two defensive players just so I could talk about them instead of a tight end that I don't want to talk about anyways. You tell me you don't want to talk about Drew Sample? Come on. <laughs> oh, see, and the one that I would have taken, Cole Komet, gone. So yeah, even more of a reason. That's a sign. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Neville Hewitt, someone who balled the fuck out for the Jets. And uh, Antonio, I took a jet just for you, bro. <laughs> one of the uh one of the bright spots of the Jets is uh fucking Neville Neville Hewitt. I had him
2: in my in my league this year too so he balled out for sure
3: yeah and tracy walker for him to fall this low i didn't realize that he was still available like tracy walker i had him last year as my um as my my uh my db6 off the board and even though he had kind of a down year i'm still i still think he's a top 10 db Plays on Detroit. Their offense is probably going to be worse year, worse this year than it was last year, and that usually just means better things for guys with tackling fuel. Gronk! <laughs> Bro, I'm done on IDP, but I'm wondering how these guys how one of these guys is still here just take them bro just take them who cares if you don't have a tight end fuck the tight end or i mean whatever extra position you don't uh you need right now don't even take them just take the guy that you want so you could bring him up that's what i'd rather do it's not like uh i mean we we want to fill our roster but it's not like it makes a difference Jared Goff there you go <laughs> Is that the guy, Jeffrey Simmons? Two more picks. Yeah, I feel like Jeffrey Simmons. I have no idea who that is. I I literally have no idea who that is. When I saw Jay Simmons, I thought I thought you were talking about Justin Simmons, but then he got drafted. I, I honestly don't even know who this is. Nice. There we go. All right. Last pick. Antonio said, I just realized the draft is in two days and I don't know shit about IDP. Trust me, this draft is not going to go fast. Like, you you guys think it might go fast (laughs) in the beginning, but when trades start coming into play, like, this draft is not going to go that fast. It might take a week or two.
2: Like, Antonio, like, if you don't know anything about IDP, you honestly could take the day and, like, fuck everybody else. Like, if you got to take the day to, like, study up on some idp and then make your pick the next morning like fuck it bro like like you don't need to rush your idp like if you don't know anything like take like five guys and then just research them and then pick that uh, one out of those five guys like you don't need you don't need to like rush into anything or like scram like scramble learn idp in two weeks like we have been like it doesn't if you look at the stats from this past year like look at some articles maybe like shouldn't take you more than a day to at least get a couple picks that you would, you could see on your team.
3: And uh, yeah, just remember that Antonio, like we should not be, we should not be rushing our (coughs) picks. I mean, you don't have to rush your pick. Um, Like go do, go do a little bit of research, go listen to uh, things on the IDP army. I'm going to be putting out some content here uh, pretty soon. I'm actually like, already in the in the mix of like doing uh just like a lot of people do like those um the truth or whatever on like whatever positions my shit's gonna be bucket of truth on whatever position smack you guys in the face with it and i'm gonna be breaking down like the top uh each position top 12 per position so that that's something that i'm literally like doing right now getting everything on paper so i can put those videos in play it's gonna be like quick 10 10 15 minute videos Talking about the top 12 guys. Going to be good stuff. There we go. Xavier said, appreciate the mock. (laughs) Keep coming back, bro, because I'm going to keep doing it like literally every week. And uh, we're going to start getting into uh, rookie mock drafts too as well, starting next week. Chris, what up, bro? It's going down. Math quest. I'm the stinger. I messed up and drafted both Woods and Cup. Uh, but the other I was uh, happy with how I, other than that, I was happy with how I drafted. Yeah, so let's see. Um so Sting started off with Patrick Mahomes, Devonte Adams, Travis Kelsey, Austin Eckler, uh Cup, Wentz, Woods, Fournette, Jalen Smith. He's the one who snatched him, Corey, Dion Jones, uh Jaleel Adai. Uh, Grady Jarrett, Von Bell, Joe Schobert, and Fletcher Cox. I like that. I mean, Joe schobert that was a, a steal late. I literally, I, I thought that he was already drafted, um, and I, I just, I didn't see him on the list. So, yeah, that was a great late pick. Um, Julia ladai I don't know. I, I may have went somewhere else with that pick, but uh, not bad. Von Bell was a great pick late, um, and Jalen Smith and Deion Jones, love it. I mean, Carson Wentz, we don't know where he's going to go, so, I mean, drafting him in a dynasty league right now, i mean i'm assuming he's gonna get traded i I don't think he's gonna sit the bench in philly so i mean just gotta hope that uh he moves on to greener pasture and chase said this is my first idp draft not my thing bro just keep hanging out with me i want to make sure that i get more and more people into idp leagues like This one might be a little bit intense, like if it was like your first one, but that's also why I'm doing a bunch of these mocks just so people could get practice, you know, and if you play in a league that's easier, like roster settings than this, like it'll be a breeze for you.
1: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
3: Chris said, I'm really starting to like adding IDP. I think this draft was better than the last one for sure. I mean, every draft that you do, you should get a little bit better. And I hope that everybody like Goes to their hometown leagues and says that we got to turn team defense into IDP and then tell me about that shit. So I can post about it on social media. Cause that's my goal. Chris, correct. No time limit for our draft. Literally no time limit. And yet one minute clock uh, flies by when you're scrolling through IDPs. That's for sure. So I, I don't, I mean, even um, I did a lot of slow drafts, even for redraft leagues. Have you ever uh, have you ever done a slow draft for redraft leagues, Corey?
2: I've never done a slow draft ever. It's mostly, I've only played on just Yahoo default settings. Like it's just, our commissioner just kind of leaves everything alone. So that's, that's just how we do. Like I think the vault setting is like a minute and a half for Yahoo. And I mean, I've never had a problem with it just because I usually come prepared, but I've also never had to account for a full IDP roster. I've only played in, Leagues where it's just one IDP spot. So I understand maybe if you were dealing with a whole bunch of a full offensive starting lineup and a full defense starting lineup, that a slow draft would definitely benefit it, especially if Yahoo's ADP isn't as obviously isn't as whack as this. So the, the, the scrolling isn't a huge deal over there.
3: And I'll tell you, the big reason why I started getting into slow drafts, was because I started getting into leagues with 12 random people, you know, like not a bunch of people from my hometown where everybody's like literally in the same place, you know, same time. Like I got into a bunch of leagues where people are literally all over the country and sometimes in all over the world. And so it was like so hard to try to line up 12 people's schedules like perfectly to where Mm -hmm. everybody was okay with that time like that became so much of a headache for me that I was like fuck it we're doing a slow draft eight hour timer (laughs) at night we'll pause it and but that's just how we're gonna do it because it's so impossible to line up everybody's schedules if we're like literally all over the world trying to draft
2: yeah and I don't think a redraft slow draft is not it's not a huge issue because there's not that many rounds and it's not as important as a dynasty league. So if people are sweating about just a slow draft for that in general, like I don't think you could probably get it done within a couple of days, honestly. But a dynasty league, different story, you know, we're talking long term situations, a lot of thoughts scrolling through the head. So yeah, I don't think and- slow draft is that much of an issue in redraft leagues.
3: Yeah. It shouldn't be. And I think, I mean, and if you get into a lot of leagues with a lot of people that you don't know, it, it's a little bit more of the norm. And, uh, and yeah, there we go. Xavier said, I'm all the way over here in England. See exactly. Like, I mean, what, what time is it over there for you? It's about to be 4:20 here in 10 minutes. Uh, what, what time is it for you in England right now? And Chris said with the WWF dynasty, no time limit, right? Correct. No. If you get into, uh, Shit, <laughs> midnight. So midnight, midnight right really now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm over in AZ right now, so
2: it's it's five o'clock PM. I'm just a little bit more ahead than California, but
3: and see, and this is some dedication, you know. I mean, you can't really expect everybody to be up in the middle of the night drafting, you know. Like, I mean, it's fucking <clears> awesome <throat> for guys that do. Like, you guys are the fucking champs, but. Like we played, there was one league that I played in where a person was like, got stuck in China for COVID. Like they were an American who like went over to China and then all this COVID shit started happening and they got stuck out there. And so when we started this draft, it was just like one of my friends, friends that he invited into the league. And I didn't know that he was in China. Like we had no fucking idea. I don't even ask people where they are. Like now I'm probably going to, cause I'm starting all these leagues. But we found out he was in China because one day the drafting stopped at like two o'clock in the afternoon or something. And like he just wasn't answering or anything like that. We had no idea what was going on. Then we find out he's in China. And like, you know, that's the middle of the night over there for them. (laughs) And I could be wrong on the time. Maybe it wasn't two o'clock in the afternoon, but something, you know, like that. And um, but yeah, so slow drafts are where it's at. I know that sometimes people get a little annoyed with having to wait because we're all so used to the one to two minute clock.
2: Francisco, I think your your draft was pretty solid at the top. Like getting Josh Allen. AJ Brown was is a good receiver long term. Like I I like your offense a lot. Like I can't really talk much. I mean, I know who Jabril Peppers and Roquan Smith bake Martinez. I don't really know like the rest of those guys in terms of just how they are as fantasy players. Jordan Poyer, I had him in my league, so he's a solid guy. Gets a lot of tackles for his safety for sure. So the only thing I could see that might be an issue was just Aaron Jones' is a little bit uncertainty of the situation if he's going to stay in Green Bay. But they're probably – I'd honestly maybe take a guy like Swift or someone. I would have taken Swift over Aaron Jones in that spot. But Mark uh, Mark Andrews, uh, like like me and Alex have been talking about, like any tight end after – Kelsey and Kittle. I mean, Waller, maybe, but yeah, like I don't know if I would have reached for Mark Andrews. That probably would have been the spot to take another running back if if I were you, especially with Aaron Jones being there. Like, I mean, let's see who is still available. Um, let's see, Carson and Hunt were taken right after that. So I, I would have rather had Carson or Hunt. I mean, even Raheem Master's a good pick up there too. So yeah. I mean, Andrew's probably like the only guy like I'm not in love with. Like I like the Aaron Jones pick. I don't love it, but that's probably the only place where I felt like you might've reached. But
3: other than that, like, I think your offense is fine. I'll get into Francisco's defense in a second, but shout out to a sizzle. What up, bro? How's (coughs) it going? My guy just chilling, getting a mock draft going. Say we got to bring you back on the show when the season starts. Give me, let me know, bro. Get me over there for the off season. Let's get some people hyped up about fantasy football in advance. So Francisco, the defense I fucking love it so Blake Martinez Roquan Smith Jabril Peppers I mean Jordan Poyer so the only one that I really don't I don't like where you picked him but I mean I like the player in general I just I'm a little bit nervous about Eric Wilson and is Anthony Barr gonna come and you know be the guy again and Eric Wilson just go back to a reduced role that's the only reason I don't like that pick necessarily where you took him but not a bad pick in general Jordan Poyer Hunter. yeah, like uh, I, I was actually I, – I was hoping that Daniel Hunter was going to make it to me somehow when I took Stefan to it because I was so surprised that he dropped that far in general. Um, Corey Littleton, I don't know. I, I was – I thought last year that he was going to be a top 10 guy and he really, really disappointed. He's someone that I'm probably avoiding. Um, JPP, hopefully he stays on the Bucks, And Jared Goff, <laughs> Man, I, I have Jared Goff in a dynasty league right now. Um, I have Patrick Mahomes as my number one, and Jared Goff is my number two. And I just don't know how I feel about Jared Goff right now. I honestly don't know how I feel about him. Xavier says, My team stinks. <laughs> well, I would, I mean, Jalen Hurts. Not a bad pick, but that's what's crazy. Like, you pick Christian McCaffrey number one with your number one pick. Like, yeah, like that is a fucking great pick. But da- in a super flex league, like, look at how crazy it got. Like, everybody took fucking quarterbacks. So, like, literally, one of the best QBs that you had at the time was Jalen Hurts. And so, I think, like, in a super flex league, it all starts at the top. If you're not happy with your QBs, you know, you're probably just not going to be happy with your team in general. I don't know. What What do you think about that, Corey? Do you play in a bunch of super flex leagues as of now?
2: I've never, ever been in a super flex league. Like I just, Damn. I've, a, I've only done like the standard, like, you know, you know, one quarterback, two receivers, two running backs, tight end, flex, and then my league has team defense and then one IDP spot. So that those are the leagues I play, and I. So I'm I'm curious to see how it's going to go this year when I join in, in some of these leagues, you know, with the Superflex and a full IDP roster. So, and I mean, I feel like, I feel like it went the way I expected it to go for the most part. Like Kelsey and Kittle falling a little bit definitely surprised me, but a lot of running backs and a lot of quarterbacks at the top, just because the I don't know. Like, I feel like. In it, with the receivers, like I feel like I'd, I'd rather have a reliable running back than a lot of re- reliable receivers, just because the receiver depth is there's a lot more receiver depth than running back depth. So it didn't surprise me at all that Adams went, was that, two eleven. So that's that's not not that surprising at all. But in terms of Xavier's team, like those run that running back duo is Filthy McCaffrey and acres for the future. As long as McCaffrey stays healthy, which I assume. So this is only his first time getting hurt. But, and he honestly probably was healthy last six weeks. Like it was just fucking whatever his name, Matt rule, just fucking up everything and just being like, ah, maybe
3: he'll play. And then, ah, no, we don't need him. So they should,
2: I mean, they should
0: have,
3: they should have just shut him down. Like, I mean, I think that fantasy owners (coughs) wouldn't, wouldn't have a sour taste in their mouth. If, whatever week that was when he got hurt for the second time, if they would have said Christian McCaffrey is going on IR and he's not playing for the rest of the season, I think people would have been okay. But because it kept like playing that game, like, is he going to play? Is he going to play? And like making it almost an every week thing. And it just got real annoying for fantasy owners and Christian McCaffrey owners. Yeah. I mean, I had,
2: I had McCaffrey this year, so I I played that game. So I still like Matt rule. He's a good coach. I just, I'm just a little bit salty from that, but. Kittle's a great pick. I mean, Hertz like I probably maybe would have taken. Let's see who are the receivers like their quarterbacks. I probably would have taken Tannehill over Hertz. You know, Baker probably like those are just two guys that I think are better have a better situation. And I just feel like I mean, Alex talked about it. Like Philadelphia has fucking nothing on offense besides Miles Sanders. Like Alshon Jeffrey. Is always fucking injured. Like I still can't even name a second receiver on
3: the Eagles. Like they have no one. Like <laughs> I, well, Jalen Rager. Like I mean, had he not got hurt and like had they had preseason, you know, like things might have been different. I think Rager is going to be legit, but he had no chance. <laughs> he had no chance to show anything this year at all. And yeah, if Alshon I mean- Jeffries there, I don't know how much they're going to let him do his thing. Yeah. Jeffrey's gotta go he's just I mean they're just in rebuilding mode like it's time to let the old guys go let him go somewhere and like compete for like a ring or something you know let him go to like a team that that needs so- him to be their third wide receiver or something
2: yeah I mean Hertz is just uh he's just a he's more of a project at this point you know like he's gonna be in a new offense he's gonna have a bunch of either new weapons or just unproven weapons you know and we've only seen four or five games from him. Like we don't know what what he's gonna be, you know. But Kirk Cousins is a solid pick, you know. Like I don't think that's a bad pick. Like he's a good second quarterback on your team, so that I don't I don't have any problem with that. CD Lamb, he's gonna improve with Dak Prescott. I wouldn't worry about his rookie year. You know, he was having a good year before Prescott went down, so I, I wouldn't sweat about him at all. But it's just gonna matter What's gonna come down to is if because I'm not sure is Michael Gallup a free agent this year or is it something like that. So I don't know if, if they do let go of Michael Gallup, then he's going to get more targets. So that's the only, only situation. Is there's a lot of weapons in Dallas. So I don't know if he's going to get a lot of target share. But from what I saw when Prescott was on the field, like he was he was dominating.
3: So Yep. All right, MathQuest. See you later, bro. So thank you, Hustler, for hosting another mock today. Corey, appreciate your input. See you guys in Discord. Peace out, brother. Later, bro. And Antonio said, "I'm having doubts about IDP. Don't have doubts about IDP, bro. <coughs> go, uh, go follow my homie Jordan IDP Army. Let me, uh, let me pull it up. So I'm gonna be putting out like IDP content, but like pretty much most of the stuff that he does is IDP content. Like that's pretty much all he does. And someone who, like, I'll definitely be recommending him." shit like that that's for sure and uh i'm gonna throw his link in the uh, in the chat oh shit math quest we're slacking bro it's 420 by the way mm-hmm. get it man shit <laughs> over here john and jabber we need to be getting the smoking going but uh oh do, uh, you have work tomorrow huh In the during the so i'm doing uh I forgot to to bring this up. I'm gonna do a, a little video and announce it here. Oh, about um, about uh,
2: Mitchy Slick or what's his name, right?
3: Yeah, man. So that I mean,
2: you're going live at what time?
3: It's eleven California time.
2: Okay, that's noon for me. I don't go until three thirty. Like I'll be there for sure.
3: Cool. So go uh, go check him out on YouTube. If you want to go check out any of his any of his stuff, um, he's a. Uh, He's pretty much, I mean, he's the most well-known rapper to come out of San Diego. I mean, Nick Cannon, I mean, you know, he's like a pop culture guy, but I mean, yeah, he's yeah. Like, they're both from the same neighborhood and like uh, Nick Cannon will say that Mitchie Slick is like his big brother, you know, yeah. type thing. They're not literal brothers, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And Mitchy Slick is from one of the one of the biggest gang territories, like in San Diego, and he's so kind of notorious in that life that uh, he was on uh, Gang Life or Gangland. Do you remember that shit? You ever watch it on Spike TV or whatever back in the day? But uh, yeah, so he was actually on that. Um, it was pretty much a show that would go from like city to city and just talk to talk to notorious gang members, get a little peel back the onion a little bit of just the life in general just it was a huge docuseries that should have lasted like seven or eight years because he was on like season six something like that but yeah i've always been a fan of his i was bumping his music in high school back in like 2002 and um i met him we smoked weed together like it was funny i went at one of his concerts and Um, I, I, I ran into him like pre pre concert. I had a blunt. We smoked it up. You weren't even supposed to be smoking in the venue and I got (laughs) fucking kicked out. And, uh, of course they're not going to kick him out, but yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was bullshit. But, uh, (laughs) he wasn't
2: like, uh, oh, this is
3: my boy, uh, Alex, let's keep him in here. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, those guys didn't even care. They, they had to like boot people out that blunt made it so smoky in there. And like, it was like a non-smoking like club or something like, They weren't having it.
2: Yeah, my I'm asked my dad about him. He's probably about uh Mitchie Slick. My dad's really into like the nineties hip hop and all that stuff too. So I'll I'll ask him to put me on some stuff. He probably has a couple of tracks up in his uh up in his record uh record uh storage unit or something like that.
3: Yeah, and he was more in the two thousands, um, but you know who Exhibit is, right?
2: No, I never heard of that.
3: You never heard of Exhibit? Rapping with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and oh my gosh yeah. god damn it. I forget how young you guys are man. Jesus. Yeah so 90s hip hop yeah go research that. Tell your dad to put you up on it. But yeah so Exhibit he was uh, um, he, <laughs> he's the Pimp My Ride guy like he's in a lot of movies. He's in 8 Mile with Eminem and shit but yeah now he's known more for his movies than his rap but um, they had a group Strong Arm Steady and Mitchie Slick was in that with him and then There's a couple other guys. So back back when back when hip hop was like real, like in the streets, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. There's my 420 bull a couple minutes late. (laughs) There we go. Conscious machine knows exhibit. Yeah, so I got an interview tomorrow with Mitchie Slick. San Diego rapper, Wrong Kind Records. And, uh, yeah, he was in a group with Mitchie Slick back in the day. <coughs> huh. Strong Arm Steady Gang. Him, Phil the Agony, and Crondon. <coughs> <Huh. coughs> KRS Wood. <coughs> nice. Came to my college, freshman year. I like it. <coughs> I like it. Yeah, it's so crazy because like when I'm talking when I'm talking to him tomorrow, I gotta remember that like probably a bunch of people, unless it's people that I told about the interview, you know, probably just not gonna know who the hell he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a San Diego legend for sure, and like you know, if you're into like rap and like gangster rap yeah. and shit like that, like I mean, you probably know who he is because his shit is known like all over the nation. It's just yeah, it's more West Coast based and more like SoCal, you know, based. i'll send you some stuff though (coughs) yeah you boys allow other sleepers to draft with you on these (coughs) so every time i do a mock draft (coughs) i um i i have a discord uh, you know group chat where everybody's at i i usually just put it out there first and then when i come on live uh, if we have any extra spots to fill um we just offer it up to whoever's there But I'm going to send the link to Discord right now. If anybody wants to get in, you can go get in right now. This link will be good for 24 hours. So anybody wants to get in, go ahead and get in there right now. It's a huge group chat. I always put it out here first. Nice. Somebody just got in there. Xavier just got in there. Nice. So yeah, get in here. It's a huge group chat. I mean, it's pretty much like a huge Facebook, like fantasy group, except there's a lot, there's levels to it. It's not just one place where people post. There's a whole bunch of different things for it. So
2: yeah, yeah, we have over like 60 or so members in there. So it's pretty, it's, it's good enough. It's big enough to, you know, get some conversation going, but it's not, it's not, how do you say, like, it's small enough to where we can we can also kind of interact with each other and stuff like that you know like alex is the host of the group but he he gets in there and interacts with everybody it's not just something where it's like oh we're all just a bunch of fans just like throwing some stuff in there like he, he throws in his opinions in there he likes to rouse some people up about brady and stuff that's
3: cool <laughs> and uh, and there's actually two discords i i don't know if you're in both but if you're not in this one corey make sure you hop into this one because so the one that you're in is for Patreon members and for YouTube members. That's like a, that's just one <coughs> specifically right. for Patreon than YouTube members. And the second one is kind of just anybody and everybody. Like I've invited a bunch of people here, bunch of people who are playing the squares, bunch of people from different fantasy groups and stuff. And so that one, um, I'm looking at the numbers now and just crossed 200 people, just a few more than 200 people in that discord and there we go and you just got in it right now so now you just took it to a couple over 200 yeah that's dope so yeah this one i feel like is always is always going to be the bigger one because not everyone who follows me is going to be a patreon member or a youtube member so that'll be that one's like an open one to where anybody can invite anybody to that group and and get into it i want to make that what that Facebook group is right now, I want to turn that big, the the discord community into that.
2: Right. Hopefully if people are committed for sure.
3: Yeah. And I mean the right now it was, it was mostly started for the squares, but, uh, but yeah, it was uh, but now, I mean, it's going to be more for fantasy. There'll be more people in there. On Twitch, you can get bots to post your links and stuff. By the way, I know I'm. I'm gonna start looking into that. I kind of hate the bots, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like that. I almost want to get like people to work with me to like post stuff for me, <laughs> or post things in there. But when I saw that I can get something to like make everything post from like I don't know. I think like Adam Schefter or something. Like I think you can tie it to Twitter accounts to where it'll automatically post their tweets and like things like that.
2: Need to hire some interns or something like that.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I want to do. Cause I want to turn this into like a big company. Like I don't want it to just be like, you know, me giving like a fantasy vice, like, and that's it. Like I want it to, yeah, I want it to turn into like a, a big thing, but
2: yeah. Like if anything, like you just almost spin it into, we do fantasy football year round, but we also just do football news year round too. So it's just like, just being a source for football information even in the offseason because, I mean, there's not much going on in the offseason besides Dynasty League drafts. So gives you another piece of content to work with outside of the season.
3: Yep, for sure. Well, you already know that you're going to be one of the people that I bring on board with all this because I am going to be looking for some people to help out. And it's uh, it's obviously not going to be paid gigs right now. But in the way that I work, like I mean, I want people to get paid because I want people to... To want to work with me, yeah, and like you can only work so long for free before you're like, why the fuck am I still doing this?
2: No, I'm just glad that at least you're getting some sort of income from this because
3: you need, yeah, to for sure, yeah, and uh, and I know there's gonna be a bunch more too because I mean, right now is the slow season, you know, it's only like gonna be like hardcore people in, but as it starts getting closer to the season, like I'm gonna make sure the content and like crazy full swing by then. I want to like, I want to bring people on who want to edit videos. I know Devin said he wants to step up and start editing some videos, so he's going to be working with me over these next couple weeks and stuff. But yeah, I want to make this like a well-oiled machine and help other people get paid with me. And like, I've always been good at starting businesses and getting other people to, uh, you know, getting other people like jobs, you know, and. Yeah. Versus whatever stupid job they don't want to do, like getting a job with me for like similar pay and doing something that might actually be fun.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like, that sound that sounds dope for sure. And like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy once season starts coming. You were getting the publicity and followers and subscribers, like when you had no preparation, you know. So it's like you're like Justin Herbert, bro. Like you fucking dominated and like they just fucking tapped you on the shoulder 10 minutes before the game, "Hey, you're going in, bro." And then you just fucking went in and dominated. But now you're going to get preparation next year. Like it's going to be it's going to be big for sure. So, I can't imagine like how many people are going to be on your YouTube live streams, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. And like it's crazy too cuz like if anybody knew like the life behind the camera like last year, like, (laughs) I don't know. It it was, it was just insane. It was the, the weirdest, weirdest year ever. And fantasy football was literally my only bright spot of 2020. Like no shit. Like, I mean, my, Mm -hmm. like, because of COVID and everything and the, the company that I worked for and the, the house that we rented and like, Life was a shit show in twenty twenty. Like literally, fantasy football. I mean, obviously, my my family and my son. Like, I mean, I'm not like taking that away. Like,
2: oh yeah, yeah.
3: Why I do all this, but like, I just mean like, out of everything that I was like doing work wise or you know, things like that, it just um, it was a shit show. And week one of the season, I I didn't really know what to do. I started Patreon week oh. one. Right. <laughs> and uh, and that and i, I kind of just went full steam ahead with something that i had no idea what to do it wasn't until week five well no i want to say week three maybe week four where i started like really getting into a groove with what i knew that i needed to do on a weekly basis and uh yeah then it was like a well-oiled machine for like 13 weeks or whatever
2: i'm looking it up right now i'm gonna look up when when I joined your, your Patreon, like when I hopped on your, yeah. on your videos, because like that is something that definitely helped me for sure.
3: It's funny because you and two other people uh, joined on the exact same day. I remember that I that I looked that up one day, October eighth. So what week, 8th. So what that week
2: was, was that? That was week.
3: So that was week five. And did you watch any videos before you signed up or did you like sign up one of the first uh, videos that you saw?
2: No. um, I actually saw your post in the Facebook group where it was just like, Oh, comment your starting sick questions, whatever. Like, and it was like on like a fucking Wednesday or whatever. And then like, you got like 10 million comments and I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty legit. So then like, I think I just clicked on like your fans football hustler Facebook page and I checked it out and I'm like, looks pretty good. So I signed up on Patreon and then I subscribed on YouTube and it was just insane. Cause like I saw how much comments you got on Facebook. So I thought like, okay, like this guy must be I'm not saying he's fucking like Matthew Barry, but like he has to be bigger than this. And then I, I saw your link tree or whatever to YouTube. And I'm like, he only has 200 subscribers. Like what the hell is this? Like, so, like I mean like, at first I was like, is this like some sort of like scam or something like, you know, but <laughs> I, just, I described him like, you know what? Like maybe I'm just one of the ones that just discovered him or whatever. So then whatever. And then I, I would watch your videos and stuff like every, every Monday morning, every Tuesday morning and great stuff, bro. Like, and, and, you, like,
3: know what's, I, and you know, it's crazy saying. too, is like, so there's a lot of people like right now who are doing live streams, like. This this service that I'm using right now is called StreamYard, and th- mm. it's a f- it's a free service. Like I mean, it's just like Zoom, where they have a free service and they have a paid service. And mm. like even when I had no money coming in, I still made sure to put myself on the highest tier so I could stream to eight different places instead of just one or three, mm. like the the second tier is. And it's funny because there's some places where, like maybe YouTube wasn't even the most popular, like in the beginning. Like sometimes like in the beginning YouTube may have had like 10 people, five people on it, something like that. But mm-hmm. the Facebook group had like 40 people on it or 50 people on it or something like that. And mm-hmm. like what people didn't even know is like pretty much before every live stream or like in the, within the first couple minutes of every live stream, I'm going into Facebook and I'm sharing my live stream into like 50 different fantasy football groups. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm literally like, taking the time to do whatever I can to get out to as many people like as I can. And, uh, sometimes like there's literally only one person watching in whatever random fantasy group that they're in, but there might be one person watching in 40 random fantasy groups at any time.
2: Yeah. And I mean like by week 14, you were probably close to, I mean, I was only watching on YouTube because I don't know like I was YouTube member by then so I just I wanted to hang out in there but
3: I was pushing U- everybody to YouTube for the longest time like it was so important to uh be able to hit like the YouTube uh creator or whatever the hell it's called
2: yeah but I mean on YouTube you were at 80 by then so I'm if you had Facebook and Twitter and twitch and whatever like maybe you you hit 200 I don't know if you did crack the numbers on like what your highest stream point was but I imagine you'd probably hit 200 at least one of those weeks out of 17.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I so. think maybe, like, if I'm talking about peak, like, one time, like, peak highest, 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 it was probably 300 people on one live stream. Like, you mm. know, for a minute, maybe, like, you know, right, right. dropped off really quick or whatever. But that that's probably, like, super peak, like, you know, 300. But I would say for the most part, I mean, a lot of times it was between 50 and a hundred people like on at any time. And sometimes it drops off. Sometimes it, you know, kicks up, but I don't know. I just always felt like it was really crazy. Cause I was just some like uh like random story, like just, just some random, nobody, like some random fucking person, you know, like people in the fantasy group know me. Cause like that, that thing that you saw, like with me posting, like start and sit. And it was like Maybe, like, I don't know, a a thousand comments or something like that, 2,000 comments, whatever it is. I literally would be doing that once or twice a week while I was at my other, like, shit jobs, you know, just, like, (laughs) bored as fuck, you know, working. And, like, that's what I would just be doing on, like, a random Wednesday or a random Friday.
2: I mean, yeah, like that. Because, like, honestly, like, after I saw your post, like, you kind of inspired me. Like, I I wanted to help people, too. Because, like, to be straight up, like, you give great advice, but, like and, like, I don't mean to sound cocky when I say this, but, like, like I know fantasy, so, like, I was only really subscribing to you to, like, small businesses, you know? Like, and, like, I was I was respecting your house and all that stuff, so that's why I was, like, let's give them a dollar, and it's, like, honestly, like, fuck okay, it, like, I mean, I can afford to give $20 a fucking month, like, it's just gonna go to fucking whatever, like, just groceries and shit that, like, I probably don't need that's just a bunch of junk food to, like, let's spend it on someone who actually fucking like is like, first of all, like they're trying to make a name for themselves in the business. And it's like, I support this business. Cause I've been playing fantasy for seven, eight years. So I was like, fuck it, dude, like, he was $20 a month. So I'm that, like,
3: I'll tell you it's people like you, who made me hyped, like anybody who signed on for like a dollar, like season two might be a little bit different. I might be a little bit too busy to, uh, to grind as hard as I was doing like per person. But it was like my whole goal to make every single person like value the service more than a dollar and want to bump up. You know, like that was like my goal. And like, I just feel like starting a business, you got to kind of uh, do things like that. Like you got to take care of the people who are there first before everybody. And like, I'm a huge advocate of that. Like I'm not, I hate the, I hate the things where it's like new customers only get deals and like the old, the old customers who've been there forever, just like, you know, you get stuck with whatever you've been stuck with for the whole time. So that's why we're doing the giveaways now. Like, I mean, I, I hopefully you saw that. I think we were talking about that like twice a month. I'm going to be doing giveaways for Patreon members. Um, Modern memorabilia is hooking it up. He's got a bunch of replica like championship rings. Um, He's literally got hundreds of them. Like he showed me like uh on uh um, we were doing FaceTime and he just like showed me all the fucking ones that he had. And he has like hundreds there. So someone can literally pick almost any championship. They any championship ring they want from like almost any sport any year. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. How um, is.
2: No, that's dope. But yeah, like I know when you were first coming out with like, Oh, sign up for a dollar. Like it's only a dollar, you know? And like you were saying $1 for just notifications, $5 for, Discord ten dollars for DM access and like in my head I was like like these motherfuckers like I'm on the one dollar tier and I'm getting DM access like <laughs> and like I'm not saying that you were like BSing or anything but like it's just like it was a little bit confusing but like at the end of the day like I mean I asked you for advice a couple of things but it's like like I said like I just wanted to I wanted to get you more money because like you said like the amount of time you were putting in and the amount of like when I did text you or whatever and you responded within 10 15 minutes like i was like honestly like i am almost felt bad that like i was only paying a dollar so like i'm like (laughs) let's give this guy 20 bucks a month like he like like i can afford that and like let's let's just go from there so that was pretty cool
3: yep so it was pretty uh i mean it it wasn't like that always but you were like one of the first like i don't know 15 or 20 people you know who signed up so like it was just different. Like, you oh, know. yeah.
2: Cause, like, you weren't getting as much traffic. I mean, as we got closer to the end of the season, like, I, I could understand that, but I was just going off when I first signed up and stuff like that. But um, I see Conscious Machine and Fred are talking in here something about <laughs> top 10 quarterbacks. If you yeah. want to get into it a little bit.
3: Um, so, Patrick Mahomes is number one. We both in agreement on that.
2: Yeah. Wait, are we talking fantasy or just? regular and general football i'm assuming
3: we're talking i'm assuming we're talking fantasy right now so okay so we're just and doing... I like doing i like doing top 12 because i like playing in 12 man leagues I, that's what good. i think the standard is so i whenever i talk about stuff i try to do it in top 12 lists
2: all right so we're talking 2021 redraft or we're talking dynasty or i
3: i, I say we start with dynasty i mean that's what we're playing right now so i think that's what we should focus on so you guys good with that conscious machine throw a th- thumbs up we good Talking about uh talking about dynasty top twelve. That's what we're talking about. And oh man, fantasy <laughs> four point passing T D no, six people I'm still here, playing so. four point passing uh, T D leagues.
2: <laughs> man, I play I play in six man. Like I haven't played in a four passing touchdown league since I probably played default NFL.com leagues like five years ago, six years ago.
3: Yeah, so, so- I mean, I can't knock anybody who plays in any league that they've been playing in for a while, but if you're the commissioner, do yourself the justice and just change it to six-point passing TD. It's not like it really changes it that much, but... everybody's
2: on an equal level still.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I I think six-point needs to be the standard for QB. That's just what I'm going to go with. But, okay, so... So I I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving it based on six point. You could just take it for what it's worth. It really doesn't adjust it that much in my mind. Like it, it really, yeah. really doesn't. Yeah. Um, so number one, Mahomes so- got that locked up. So for me right now, I, I do think Josh Allen is number two, J- just like went off the board. Um, You didn't agree. You didn't agree with that though. You said you have someone else as your number two though. I got Kyler Murray at number two. Okay. Which is fair. For sure, and I think right now Kyler Murray would be my number three, right behind Josh Allen and right before um, Lamar Jackson.
2: Yeah, I put Allen three, and then Lamar Jackson is number four. Oh, yeah. actually, no, no, I don't have Lamar Jackson number four. <laughs> I would actually go to Sean Watson number four, depending on the situation. If you, I just think like him performing the way he did with the amount of to rest and whatever in Houston like I I would personally take Watson over Lamar Jackson
3: and now that I'm thinking about it I'm readjusting I'm putting Justin Herbert at number four uh, right after Kyler Murray right above Lamar Jackson and this is without knowing if he's going to get any other pieces adding on so I mean if he actually got you know a couple wide receiver weapons added on if they re-sign Hunter Henry you know things like that I mean I think it's hard to keep him out of the top five uh, conversation.
2: Um, Conscious machine. um, I go full PPR. I never played in half PPR, but full PPR is the way to go for me personally. I don't know how Alex feels. I assume it's the same way, but.
3: Oh, there we go. Yeah. Do you like full or half PPR? Yeah, it's gotta be full. And a lot of the leagues that I play in, not going to lie, they are two point PPR, but a lot of it is to counterbalance the IDP scoring. Um, to make it to where it it, uh, it makes the top wide receivers like really really worth it, you know, to own. So, two point PPR with full IDP roster, you know, we're talking like sixteen to twenty like starters. Two point PPR would be my favorite, but we're just talking default, you know, scoring for me. Full PPR is the way that I go. And Allen, I forgot. Oh, you weren't thinking about Allen in the uh in the top i mean it was crazy because last year i had brady i think at six six or seven and then i had like josh allen like literally right behind him and i wish i would have flip-flopped it because i would add josh allen on like a lot of teams that i had brady on um but yeah like it's i mean josh allen's taking a leap in my mind like i don't i think it's gonna be tough to keep him out of the Top three or four for like any QB like list out there. He's a uh, this year was his third year in the league, right?
2: Yeah. He's young. Yeah, but I think the sleeper this year that you be the biggest steal of like a of a super flex or whatever two QB league you play in, like I like Dak Prescott for sure. Like I think I would take Dak Prescott over Lamar Jackson only because I don't think only if the Ravens don't get some wide receiver talent, but I just like Dak Prescott's weapons too much. If the offensive line gets healthy again, I know there's still like places are old, like Travis Frederick retired, but you know, if Elliot gets on his game, you know, like I, I like Dak Prescott. He was putting up numbers before he was injured. Like I would take Dak Prescott, number five, Lamar Jackson, number six.
3: Yeah. And I got to agree. I mean, I think that I would be, uh, Give me one second. Let me answer this uh, this message here really quick.
2: Um, conscious Machine. Um, I've never, I've never played in the two PPR league. I mean, even in the one in the one PPR league, like it doesn't. It keeps everybody kind of on the same level. Just because I know in standard league, the running back is just more, more valuable. But I. I don't think it's still affecting the, the running backs too much. It's just with running backs, after you get past like the top 10 or so, it's just a lot of the guys become flaky. Like you had guys like Miles Sanders was pretty flaky this year. Um, David Montgomery was pretty flaky. Like the first 10 weeks of the season. It's just like, you know, like I'd rather have guys that are going to be going to be consistent. And there's so much more wide receiver depth that if you are playing a two PPR league, like, you're just like it's with the tight end premium, uh, the the super flex thing where it's like, why not just put more value on the players that are producing? And, and in fantasy, it's it's the receivers right now, especially with the lack of riding, running back consistency after the top seven guys or so.
3: Well, I, I think it's running back consistency in general. Like, forget the top seven. I mean, look at someone like Zeke. I mean the last couple year if you if you drafted him in dynasty last year he was a top 5 pick. Now look mm-hmm. at look at where his value has dropped literally from one year to the next. Like that's what we're talking about here. QBs will not like especially if it's super flex QBs are going to hold their value. You know, I mean especially now we're we're talking about a league where the rules are against like, you know, destroying the quarterback. You know, they can't take cheap shots on him and they can't hit him low and things like that. So I mean Injuries can happen, but I I, I don't think we're going to – we're seeing like career-ending injuries like we did pre-2000s or anything. So I just think that QBs are always going to hold their value. And a wide receiver one, a top wide receiver, is always going to hold their value a lot longer than a number one wide receiver will. I mean a number one running back will. Sorry, high as fuck. A number one wide receiver will always hold his value more than a number one running back will. Just just think about it. How long has a guy like Julio Jones been a number one uh, wide receiver for?
2: Mm-hmm. Like it's an insane like six, amount of yeah. years. How yeah.
3: long do we think a guy like DK Metcalf could potentially be a number one wide receiver? A hell of a lot of years, you know, at least be in contention yeah. for a I top mean, yeah.
2: And a lot of that has to deal with the fact that like most running backs are either retired or they are just – out of it by 30 years old where wide receivers are still producing. I mean Julio Jones is what maybe like 31, 32. So it's like he still was I mean, maybe I got that wrong. I hope I no I, I think that. he's older than that. Let's see here. He's 32. Okay. So and he yeah. still put up great numbers at 32. So it's like especially in dynasty leagues, like you these wide receivers are the ones that are winning you championships. So might as well do that. So
3: I got Kyler 6th or 7th last year. Great pick. I had him uh, shut down after the shoulder injury. Yeah, and I mean, Kyler's someone who's not losing his value, like, at all. Like, he's going to – I mean, in the Superflex League, he's going to be a first-round pick for sure. Dynasty, definitely. Um. Yeah, comment on that. Pushing,
2: uh, oh, no, it was the one where he says maybe rushing yards should be a tiny bit more than receiving yards. I haven't seen that in a league maybe Alex has, but the thing that I've seen that – that offsets it is that there's like it's like a half point for a carry or something like that like i'm not sure i've never played a league like that like i don't know how much that influences the scoring or if it's if it is or not like you have any comments on that
3: yeah so I, i love doing points per carry that my i mean my my favorite um my favorite way to play is i mean assuming it's full idp uh, because that's why i think that the offensive points need to be inflated just a tiny bit it would be two point ppr and it would be 0.25 point per carry so if it's a guy getting 20 20 rushes in a game i mean you know that's where it comes in i mean that's an extra five points you know on top just for that and so obviously it breaks down with the amount of uh of rushes that he gets, but if they mix in receiving also, then you got two point, you know, per reception also there. Like, I mean, you're talking about a guy like Kamara, if he was like getting close to like 20 touches in a game and you mix that up between rushes and catches, like, I mean, that's why he'd be a top guy in like a format like that. Cause he's like touching the ball, just like crazy all the time. And that should be rewarded a little bit, you know, it, uh, it definitely should be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. let's see who else uh i won my regular league i had a great draft nice how many leagues did you play in just that one one for one
2: yeah i just played in one league too
3: nice lamar gets afc south and nfc north this upcoming season i mean afc south is pretty i mean pretty i mean the colts are, are tough and the titans are tough but the uh the jaguars i mean that their defense is whatever, and the Texans' defense is probably going to be garbage. They're probably going to lose J.J. Watt. Julio's uh, Julio's not been too consistent this season when he played. I mean, this season he was, like, hurt. So, I mean, that that's kind of tough. I mean, if we could take this season out, which was pretty injury-riddled, I mean, he's been pretty consistent for a lot of years. Like, he, I literally won – a fantasy championship with him in 2012, drafting him in the third round as uh, my number two wide receiver. And he was like drafted as a top 12 wide receiver that year.
2: All right. Xavier about your trade, get Dalvin cook. Like, don't, don't even mess around. Like,
3: yeah. I I mean, unless you're going to, unless you need like a quarterback there and you already have like, you know, QB, like, uh, running back depth like you have like three other like really good uh running backs i mean because yeah cd lamb i mean i i like it but unless you're really picking a qb right there and i don't even know what qb that you would be picking to start because trevor lawrence if it's a super flex trevor lawrence i'm assuming is going 101
2: yeah but even trevor lawrence like i mean the jaguars have receivers it's just it's just too unreliable in Jacksonville. It's just too too many uncertainties in Jacksonville right now. So I would rather have Cook over Trevor Lawrence.
3: Yeah, me too. Uh, and Fred said, J.J. Watt is almost irrelevant at this point. In real life, maybe, but in fantasy, he was a top 10 defensive lineman uh, this year. So, I mean, in, in the fantasy world, he was pretty relevant. And that's what I want to bring to the table because, like, these guys rack up stats you know and just like we care about the offensive guys stats like defense racks up stats too and it, it it's just fun like i can't tell you the feeling of when your linebacker tackles your running back and like it, it just it could even be like for a one or two yard gain or something like that like not even much or even getting stopped at the goal line. I remember I was with one of my friends <laughs> and we were watching football. And I don't even remember at the time who it was, but his linebacker tackled his running back at the goal line and stopped him, got the tackle, touchdown did not happen. And he was stoked about that because he got the tackle. He was just hoping the running back got the next play and ran it in. I can't remember if he did or not, but that, that just shows you like defense wins championships and a lot of points get racked up on defense. Xavier said I'm good at QB and I have no running back depth and don't trade a Cook away. Do not do that. That would not be a good move.
2: Um Conscious Machine, are you just um like are you just talking about like who we like for DraftKings tonight for the Celtics Jazz cuz I have a couple guys if you were if you were looking at that or tell me if that's what you meant by that question. I'm a little confused about the wording.
3: Wh- which one is that? Which one are you asking? So how do
2: you guys feel about talking DraftKings showdown? Like I'm I'm not oh. sure if but. I'm not sure if that's what he was talking about there.
3: Yeah. I have no idea, and I haven't been paying too much attention there, so you'll have more than me. J.J. Watt would be a Packer. That, that'd that be pretty dope if he went there. That would be pretty sick. Jacksonville gets AFC North and NFC West. Ooh, <laughs> NFC West is fucking tough. Um, some pretty good defense there, plus Tennessee and Indy in their own division. Yeah. Jacksonville is uh, – a. It's not. It's not going to be nice for their team. I mean, I think a guy like James Robinson will still be good, but Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's not talented, but I don't know. They got. They got to do a lot to uh, to turn that organization around.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, Justin Herbert was just an anomaly where you had a team that was bad the year before, and like, I'm not saying he made him. Obviously, he didn't make him a playoff team, but it's like he's not. If Justin Herbert did that, like I don't think Trevor Lawrence is gonna repeat and get them to seven and nine or anything. So even though Jacksonville is gonna be headed in the right direction, like they're not gonna be some force to be reckoned with because they have Trevor Lawrence. Maybe in two or three years, like probably not two years, but three to five years, like they'll be a force to be reckoned with. But I maybe they seven and nine is probably their ceiling. Cause That's where Justin Herbert got. But yeah, they don't have the weapons that Chargers have, you know, like they Jacksonville has no tight end. DJ Chark was good this year, but he didn't take the leap that many thought he would, you know.
3: He got, hurt. he got hurt early. That kind of that kind of messed with him, like, the whole season it seemed like.
2: Yeah, I just – I really hope Urban Meyer can turn things around because, I mean, I went to ASU, so, like, I'm a Pac-12 guy. So, hopefully he can turn my boy Chanel into a weapon because Doug Marone doesn't know what he was doing. So, hopefully he can utilize him the way he should be utilized and just, like, he could be someone, like – like a Tyler Lockett or something like that. Like just like a fucking guy you can put anywhere on the field and just do crazy shit with.
3: He had flashes too. And I know he got hurt also in the middle of the season that didn't help anything. So, I mean, and any rookie getting hurt like that, that just, it, it's going to affect things for sure. But yeah, Chanel, he was definitely, uh, I know I had him on a couple like random teams where I needed like, you know, like to pick up for like a third flex or something. And, I know I know I played him a, a bunch of random times I think I found an IDP ranking list for the draft um, I don't like talking about them too much but IDP guys I mean those are they're, they're pretty much like the rankings guys in the uh the rankings guys in the IDP space but uh yeah that, that's what sucks there's not a lot of IDP uh lists out there that's why I like Thank doing you. these drafts and I'll talk about things and I'll talk about players and I mean yeah, how many money, are cuz yeah how many players did we have we drafted 7 right no 8 we drafted eight idp players um 12 times 12 so i mean we we drafted a grip of players obviously the auto drafts don't really help and i know some people kind of didn't know what they were uh what they were doing but i mean most of these players were drafted where they should be and there's not too many like good players that are still available right now to be picked
2: Yeah, and Antonio, like just use that IDP list you found, just as don't use that as the end all be all. Like just use that list to like get acquainted with the names. And then it's like, I mean, they're not wrong, most likely. Like their top 10, maybe like seven, eight of those guys are pretty accurate. So it's like you want to take those 10 guys, do your own analysis with it, and then make your own top 10 or your own top 20, however many picks deep you guys are going
3: or whatever. So don't. Is I it- didn't I didn't do that many dynasty like rankings videos or anything last year. And uh, I, I did three. I did one for each position. And I almost want to go back and see like how good or bad I did. Because I know I had a bunch of guys in there. Like I'm pretty sure um, like Roquan Smith, I think I had him like top three. Darius Leonard was number one. I mean, that was easy. But I, I know I put a bunch of guys in there who weren't just like a consensus, like top ten for a lot of people. And they ended up hitting pretty big. But fuck rankings. I hate it. (laughs)
2: It's just like, I mean, I like rankings, but it's also no matter how much you rank players, like people are still going to question you like, oh, why did you put this person ahead of this person? And then it's just like, okay, maybe I should have just not done the fucking rankings. You're just going to question me. Like, (laughs) Like, what the fuck do you want? You know?
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah and uh, maybe that's a little bit of it too <coughs> and fred so brady was eighth in fantasy uh, uh fantasy football points and if they don't lose godwin 2020 could be crazy yeah i mean mike evans willing to take a pay cut he already came out and said that so maybe that's some money that can go to godwin you know actually getting his uh his contract because yeah he's still on on last year of his rookie contract he wasn't even making a million bucks this year
2: so yeah i think brady could be good pick in terms of redraft leagues for sure like a great a great pick like i got him in my redraft league and i was i was pretty satisfied i mean he was just ranked so low his adp was so low because the uncertainty of the tampa offense and just where he was gonna fit i mean he had a down i mean the back half of the previous season with the patriots was bad and people didn't know like with the age you know but i just feel like the cerebral proves that you know like he still he still got it so it's like He's going to get drafted way higher than he was getting drafted this year. So I wouldn't.
3: You want to know why Brady's not the GOAT? We're, we're like two hours in right now, and not a lot of people are on here. You want to know why Brady's not the GOAT? Why is that? Because I, I said that he was going to be a top five fantasy football uh, QB <laughs> this year, and he finished as top eight. So he let me down. He's a piece of shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. You stop your fucking jealousy for... For Brady, you're just jealous because he probably <laughs> fucking beat your team in the playoffs. Like, stop your bias. You're just being a troll. <laughs> like that, like that, That's everyone's argument, man. Like, you know, like, it's just people with the GOAT and everything like that. Like, if you want to say, oh, the GOAT means the most accomplished. Brady's the GOAT, you know? But it's like, if – do you take it the word for its little meaning, like, greatest of all time? Like, is he the greatest football player ever? No, because there's people that are better throws than him, more athletic than him, better runners than him. I mean, like I said, like, you you already made your Peyton Manning comment everything about, like, how you saw he called out all the defensive players on that one game. But I, I feel like the only thing where, like, you could almost make, like, a great argument for is that Brady is – Uh, a great leader and he's probably the best at the line of scrimmage like that's those are probably like his two best qualities and like maybe he's the best at those but it's like it's like you have to combine everything and like if you made like a consensus like he's the eighth at this and like first at this and third at this it's like he wouldn't rank the highest out of everything you know so
3: yeah, and someone someone brought it up which was a really good point that I couldn't say shit about that he outworked everybody. I bet he did because he was a 6th round draft pick. So to be that guy like without the talent, you know, necessarily because not saying he's not talented, but there's a difference in skill, you know, from a guy who's drafted in in round 1 to round 6. You know, even if a lot of people got that wrong, you know, he's still like a prototypical like QB in the NFL, like six, five guy. Who's like, you know, like he's a prototypical, like NFL quarterback. So I will say that he probably did outwork like literally everybody, you know, and yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's just like certain things are just, the best way to probably do like the GOAT competition would just be like, okay, let's put everyone in their prime. And let's do the NFL combine like that. That's, that's probably the most equal way you could do it. And who's, who's best at the most thing is, is the goat. Like that's, that's what it probably comes down to. And like, you can say he's a great leader and say, he's all these things, but it's like, I don't know, like does really being a great leader, make you the greatest of all time. Like, I don't like you could be like a total asshole and like be better at someone's be better at someone in a job. They'll be a total asshole. So that makes you a bad leader, but like you're still better than that person at the job. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. And Fred said, Well, fuck the difference between Watson at the fifth and Brady at the eighth was twenty seven points. Yeah. I mean, and you could go look, and I mean, I feel like after um Patrick Mahomes, I mean, everybody is kind of very close in like the top twenty, top ten, top twelve. I mean, especially if you break it down to like points per game, it's really like not that much, you know. So it's uh, that's why you just got to get one of these top guys. If you don't get, if you're, in a, that's why you got to get into super flex because like, you know, the number one to number twelve, like the drop off isn't like that. in I mean, number two to number twelve isn't that insane of a drop off. Like the drop off is like everybody after number twelve, like the twenty three to like twenty four, like that's where bigger drop offs like really start to happen, and that's where like draft strategy matters. I mean
2: the guy in my one league, he had Watson and Herbert. So it's like, and like, what's us about my really league is nobody like not a single trade was made the whole year. Like nobody likes to make trades in that league. So he just let, he just played matchup by matchup. And like when I was on the bench and like, you know, like maybe Watson had a better matchup. So Watson dropped like 50 and Herbert dropped 40. And it's like, I'll fucking take 40 points. Like, you know, so it's like, Not being able to, like,
3: have a guy that good on your bench, like, it fucking sucks, you know? And that's one thing that I will say is, like, for whatever reason, in one QB league, it's, like, it's almost a sin to, like, roster two QBs. But there's more than 10 or 12 good QBs, no matter how whatever league you are playing in. There's at least one or two people that are on, like, the waiver wire that are good. And, like, you're telling me that you just want to leave that out there for, like, somebody to just grab at any point just to, like, use against you?
2: Yeah, like, I um I had Brady and Roethlisberger as my quarterbacks this year. So, like, I mean, I didn't want to drop Roethlisberger just because I knew Brady. I was afraid Brady was going to, like, just fucking fall apart and die. He was too old. so and like rossberg is right there with them but it's like i at least wanted to have somebody but guys who had like russell wilson and whatever like they didn't really need a roster a second quarterback so it's almost like the
3: 15th or 16th overall quarterbacks available you know they're still good and like you're playing like scrub like running backs and wide receivers and you can't even get a stud qb you know in the lineup sometimes like Antonio here I had Murray and Herbert last year. I wish it was a super flex. Like, yeah, shit. If you have Murray and Herbert in a super flex, like you probably won, you were probably in the championship game. And so, yeah, that just sucks that like, yeah, one QB league suck. They, they really do. Mahomes was fourth, 25 behind the leader Josh Allen, big drop after number <coughs> 10. Yeah. So that that's where it is. Like, and I know a lot of, I don't know what is the norm, 10 or 12 man. I'm trying to make 12 man more of the norm. Oh, it's for norm me. For sure. What is
2: 12 the norm for me? hundred percent. Okay.
3: Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I, I want to do a poll, you know, on Twitter or something to see like what the, what the norm is. And I guess I can't really do it on Twitter. Like it has to be more with like uh, casual, I get fans, I guess like, but um, yeah, I feel like I get invited to a lot of 10 man leagues a lot.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could do ten man. Like, I just feel like there's just gonna be too many good guys in the waiver wire. But then, like, oh, you could just expand the benches. But then, like, I don't like expanding the benches because then it just feels like it's like I don't know how to say it, but without like sounding like a dick. But it's like you. Well, it's too easy. Like you just have like all the great guys like on the on your team yeah. that like never really have to go hunt the waiver wire. You know.
3: Yeah, like I'll, I'll give you a prime example right here. So one of the, the oldest leagues that I'm in right now is one of my hometown leagues, and it's a 10-man league. They just like refused to bump up to 12, and it's full IDP. So, I mean, we got like 19 starters, 20 starters. So, I mean, it's still a really like, you know, big league when you think about the amount of starters, even with 10 people. But all mm-hmm. 10 teams are usually fucking stacked. And like mm-hmm. that's the thing that fucking sucks is like there's not that much difference between the number three team and the number 10 team. And so for whatever reason, I've just been getting fucked the last like four or five years where like everybody will just magically have their best fucking game against me. And like, I'll be like third in points, but I'll have like the most points against. And then I just don't make the playoffs. And like this year had I made the playoffs, like I literally would have won the championship based on every team that was in there. And uh, it was just, it was bullshit. I had Lamar Jackson who sucked the first uh, like half of the season and Aaron Rodgers, who carried me for a while. And then at the end, my team just picked up mad steam and uh, but yeah, literally one loss made the difference and it it literally came down to a tiebreaker and that was it. (laughs) Wasn't fun or it didn't come down to a tiebreaker. It came down to the one loss and I would have won the tiebreaker had I not had that extra loss. Yeah,
2: I just feel like 12 just evens out the playing field. Like, if you want to sway away from 12, like, challenge yourself to go to 14 rather than go down to 10 because I feel like with 14, now there's more guys you have to go search the waiver wire for. There's more guys where you have to – is this guy worth rostering? Is this guy worth dropping, you know? So it's like, you know, like those – It's just it's just ridiculous.
3: James Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Who knew? And really, it was all about the later that you drafted, the more you knew about him. Because Antonio Gibson, I had him on, I want I'll, three or four like redraft leagues, and one league I drafted him in like the eighth or the ninth round, like just super late. Because like I don't know, nobody was thinking he was going to be the guy. I guess I don't know.
2: Yeah, um, I got a Gibson. Uh, I played in a fourteen-team league this year. I got him in the eighth round, Gibson. So it was a good yeah, spot. Like he was my, he was my third running back off the board in in a fourteen team league.
3: So I was satisfied with the ADP I got on him. So, and if you drafted early in August, I mean, he may have not have even been drafted in the league because they they still had Adrian Peterson at that time. So, um, same thing with James Robinson. They had Leonard Fournette until what, like two or three weeks before the season started, and um, even then there was. They had Chris Thompson there, they had a Zigbo, and they had uh, somebody, a Goomba Wale. They had, <laughs> like, so many guys there. Like, is an undrafted running back, he's going to be the guy? Like, he's going to be the guy from game one? So, yeah, like, I only had him on one league. I, I I wish I had him on more, but I drafted um a little bit too early, and other players drafted him with, like, their last pick.
2: Yeah. I always draft the Monday before the season. So labor day, it's usually labor day.
3: So if I wasn't in 20 leagues, I would have been able to do that. Um, that that's really what it came down to. Like, I mean, I always like the league that I do, like my hometown league, like it's usually, I think we did a long draft this time just because like we upped it to 12 teams and there was just more people that wouldn't be able to do it at the same time. It's got to be a hassle too. But, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's uh, you, that's the best way to get the most accurate like draft of what's gonna happen in the season is like literally doing it the day before the season starts. <laughs> Argue about Travis Kelsey being taken number one in the draft? I may do that if you play in a ten man league or less. Like, there's no issue there. Like, even a twelve man league, there's still no issue there. Especially redraft. I mean. For the longest time, guys like Jimmy Graham, guys like Gronk, I mean, they were getting drafted in the first round. So not the craziest thing. What do you think about that? You think someone's crazy if they took a guy like Travis Kelsey in the first round?
2: In the first round? No, not crazy at all. Like, uh, it's, it's not crazy at all. Like, maybe if I had to rank Travis Kelsey, like, I personally maybe would take him, like, middle, second round, but it's not a reach if you go in first round just because, like, you know, like, Kelsey, like, the way he puts the numbers, like, he's a wide receiver number one, you know? Like, that. there's no argument there. So, like, you're drafting a wide receiver one, like, first round. I mean, Michael Thomas was it this year. Maybe next year it's Devontae Adams. Like, you know, like, depending how you rank those guys, like, you're going to have Kelsey in your top three, maybe top five, if you put him in the wide receiver class. So, Going for him at that spot is not is not a bad pickup at all. We'll see we'll see what happens with uh where some of these receivers uh how they perform next year. But if Kelsey's putting up the same numbers he did this year, like there's no there's no argument
3: about that at all. I mean, I'm just gonna call him a receiver because that's like literally what he is. I mean, he's the best receiver on the best offense in football with the best quarterback, like. What, what other, what other uh, ingredients do we need to throw in there for like a recipe for success? You know? So yeah, he's, he's totally, he's totally worth it. To- totally worth it. His value isn't going to change over the next four years, as long as he's with, Ke- uh, with uh, Mahomes, That's for sure. And one thing that I, I got to remind everybody is don't go into a draft with a set plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. That's the way that you will fail at your draft. You got to go with the flow. Like, I don't think you guys have ever seen me take a quarterback back to back, you know, in the first round. I went with the flow of this draft. Like there's fucking seven quarterbacks taken before I was gone. Like if I didn't take two right there, how many would be after the next round? Like I would add nobody to choose from. I just went with the flow of the draft. So that's how you really get good at drafting is like, don't put it in your head what you have to do. Like, just let the draft come to you. Let it flow.
2: All right, man. I'm gonna check out of here. I gotta Later. get some stuff done, but appreciate you having me on. We'll get on here in a few days or next week
3: or something. All right. All right. Sounds good. I'm about to check out myself. Alrighty. Later, brother. Yep, Fred. See, plans never work out anyways. So Why we shouldn't make plans. And fuck, I had to go out and shovel snow. I'm back. Did you guys think about uh DK Celtics jazz? So Corey was the the one who was on that. Um, I, I wasn't on, I haven't been paying attention to basketball too much. Like even the, even our fantasy basketball league, I've not been paying attention too much. I've been doing kind of bad at that. So I'm gonna smoke one more bowl with you guys. And then I'm gonna get out of here. I got a, don't forget guys. I got my first interview coming up tomorrow. It's with San Diego legend. Mitchie slick it is coming in the afternoon coming in the afternoon 11am california time got to do a little got to do a little smoking video and uh, get it announced catch you later bro catch you later antonio let's smoke it up conscious machine let's get it Really appreciate your live streams, bro. I feel like I'm hanging out (coughs) with an old friend getting high. I like it, bro. I like it. During these COVID times, we got to connect somehow. Peace out, Fred. Might be 420 in Hawaii. I think it's 420 in Alaska right now. That's where I think it is. I think Alaska is one hour behind where I'm at in uh, California, and then I think Hawaii is two hours behind. All right, you guys. Thanks for joining. Thanks for hanging. Got the, I got those interviews coming. I got two interviews coming this week, tomorrow and then also on Saturday. And get ready. Now that the Super Bowl is over, we're going to be getting into more content, you know, 2021 prep. So I'm going to be starting off with my bucket of truth going down for each position, you know, top 12, each position, just breaking down what actually happened throughout the season, little quick uh, 10, 15 minute videos. So it is all coming, guys. Be on the lookout. I'll catch you later. Peace out. Are you ready, Jim? I'm my ready. Gosh. I want to make sure
0: you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every
1: day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every
0: day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last a month. Summertime, when it's money it grind. Yeah, I got to bring up the chair on the G-E of the lamp. But this is the gift I was given, so I just live out my hustle. Easy. in my pocket it don't make sense but don't make a profit so I hustle ladies and homies make money make money money oh raw yeah for what pen ain't no pretty child get this money for real i want to find a thing to save my life so I hustle hustle It ain't over for me no it ain't over for me here
3: comes the
2: money
0: here we go money talk here comes the money money